The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors. Comcast, the Salt Lake Tribune, Simmons Media, the Utah Symphony Orchestra, MSN.com, any school district, their respective managements, owners, or employees. Thank you for choosing GeekShowPodcast.com. This program is free of charge, and we want to thank our benefactors who pay for this party every week. PCLaptops.com. The show is recorded and produced on a very special custom PC laptop from our Lord and Savior, Dan Young, also known as Dan the Laptop Man. He just made our PC laptop so much bigger and better, I believe it is self-aware. You will not get pre-packaged big box type stuff or service at PC Laptops. Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, the friendly comic book store in Salt Lake City. We get a lot of questions sent to our Facebook pages and Twitter, questions about comic books. I have a suggestion. Call and talk to the guys at Dr. Volt's. Not only do they work there... But they're fans of the stuff, and they can sell. They sell it, and they can help you out with a with a smile. SecretCompassCollectibles.com. If you're like us, you're serious about your geeky passion. They've got the highly sought after, high quality stuff and service. Everything from statues, prop replicas, and costumes. Again, only the high quality. Click on SecretCompassCollectibles.com and start your wish list. And our brand new sponsor, Trails Gentlemen's Club in Salt Lake City, where every Thursday night is cosplay fantasy night. Starting at 8 p.m., every fanboy's dream comes true. Your favorite superheroines and fantasy beauties take it all off just for you every Thursday night. Go to trailsclub.com and take a look-see. Geek Show says hey, and Geek Show says thank you. We thought we were doing coke, huh? Then die. <laughs> That's an R2-D2. No, it's Anthony Daniels has nothing to do. Uh, robots don't eat sandwiches. <laughs> I mean, I'll take an extra math class. And I don't like math either. Doctor says I'll lean up in a while. I'll tell you off the air about how I began to hate the media. Where'd the angel touch you, son? <laughs> then I want to know what's in that train. What's in that train? And I'm just like... Geekshowpodcast.com Welcome back to the basement. Huh? Yay! Yay! All right. Hey, I, start. Found, I found 15... I feel 15 pounds lighter. Do you? Without yeah. the camera. <laughs> All right. Jeez. We're just going to start right off here. Let's do it. This is a list. What? Huh? A list? A list. Is it your list of stuff? No, it's Schindler's list. <laughs> it is a list that must go. That was made by a, a website uh, called io9, and mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. it is mm-hmm. the 10 best time travel movies of all timelines. Oh, Jimmy's going to have to weigh in on this. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know for a fact that you and Jimmy will hate this list. Time crimes. No, no. Maybe. Is, is maybe time maybe. crimes on there? Well, let's find out. By the way, Jimmy has not seen time crimes. He has not? No. Okay. Time cramps? Crimes. crimes. Oh. <laughs> This episode has time cramps. Crabs? <laughs> time crabs? Time cramps. They're okay. itchy. Okay. Number 10. Okay. From yeah. the bottom up. Okay. Yeah. Bottoms up. Time cop. Oh, That's actually, only number I, 10? I actually like it. It's a good time travel. Oh, I, like I like that, too. It's a very good say this. You, you get to see Mia Sarah's titties in that movie. Yeah, you do. And when you punch a guy in the face and it shows the old version get a scar across it. Because of time. That's right. That's I right. thought that was pretty badass. That is yep. pretty badass. Yep. I like it. He did the splits in Cowboy Times. In the kitchen, too. <laughs> in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme keeps the timeline in line with his fists at his feet. This one is one of those great underrated action movies. I agree. In which there's actually a reasonably solid plot and a fun approach to changing history. Yeah, and, I, think, I love that movie. And it lent itself, it lent itself to some great follow-up Ron Silver jokes later on in time. That's true. And I love the, the time machine that they have, that they, they, they basically blast towards a cement wall, mm-hmm. and there's two splats on the wall. They're like, that's you know Jenkins and Anderson. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah, I like Tom Cop. 
All right. I'm like your list is Jeff and Jimmy will hate this. I wrote on your list. I predicted. <laughs> I predicted because of number nine. Uh huh. Star Trek: The Voyage Home. God damn whales! Star Trek Four: The Voyage Home. Yeah, I love that movie. So shut up. I but do I, too. But that I don't know that. I, but so I don't. Bad. No, it's a you great know what? Movie. You it. suck. You stink. You're stupid. Oh, but wow. and double, um, and double, Scott, I have a yellow bandana. <laughs> <laughs> double double. Oh, except I, I would not make it one of the top ten time travel movies. Really? I is there another Star no, Trek see, one that's, on this that's, list? That's where I would disagree with you. Is there you. another Star Trek one I on this list? I do not think there is. I, I see, would you I, say the Abrams Star Trek? Yes. That's got time I was going to I was going to say First Contact. That's going to say First Contact's a better time yeah. travel movie. That's, uh, yo, absolutely. Much better, much better absolutely. time travel. What about movie? the reboot oh. of Star and, Trek? And, and, and I, that's serious, what I said. Seriously, I would defend Star Trek 4 to the death, but mm. but as a okay. you'll die before you convince me. Let me let me circle that one then. And we'll we'll go from there. Okay. Number 8. Yeah. Time after time, great time movie. Man. I like it. Is great that movie. Malcolm McDowell. It is. Is. That's a fantastic uh, that's, that is a good movie. movie. What's so great about that? And, and, and is David Warner. He's H.G. Wells, right? Yeah, yeah. H. He Wells. plays H.G. Wells, and he builds a time machine. He goes to what 1980s New York, mm-hmm. and he falls in love or with San Francisco, there, or San Francisco, wherever it is. But <laughs> but isn't it that that Moriarty is Jack Jack the Ripper? The Ripper. Uh, uses it, the time machine. And it's a big murder mystery and, yeah. with it, time great elements. Movie. And, and so H.G. Wells comes to the future to catch yeah. Jack the Ripper. Fantastic yeah. movie. I thought it was yeah. great. And I love that they used the uh, the time machine prop from, from George Powell's time machine, time machine yeah. movie. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'm two for three. All right. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Well, also like great it. film. Also like Fuck it. yes. Yeah. Something Strange is Afoot at the Circle K. If I was a dictator and I was trapped in modern times, where would I go? Waterloo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's number seven on their list. I agree with that one. Number six. Time crimes. The Girl Who Leapt Through Time. I don't even know what What's that is. Yeah, I've never seen it's it. It's an anime. Oh, yeah. yeah that, no, that's good. Is it? Yeah. Oh, it's oh, yeah. anime, so it sucks. It's uh, off the list. A young girl accidentally gains the ability to travel through time and uses it to try to fix things in her life, only to fall for a boy who has a secret of his own. Yeah, no, that was stylistically really quite pretty, and it did it did some fun things with time travel. So hmm. All right. It wasn't quite the, you know. Would you replace it uh, with uh, the Star Trek uh, Four? No, I think it's better than Star Trek Four. Better than Star Trek Four. Star Trek Four is not my favorite Heresy. Star Trek movie. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Scott um, likes whales. Number five. I do. Twi- I watch the whale wars all <laughs> yes. the time. Scott has a handkerchief for that, for his love of whales. It's a pur- <laughs> big purple one. I feel a kinship. Are, are whales a large, bald men? <laughs> <laughs> They're the large, bald men of the sea. <laughs> <laughs> like bears are hairy big guys. I like it. Hairless big guys. I'm a whale. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. Blowhole. Glad you asked us to make a blowhole joke, but I couldn't like, wrap my head I, I just wasn't going to make a joke. I was just going to go, blowhole. <laughs> uh, shut your blowhole, you and, 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 and in personal ads for whales, there's Captain Ahab seeks his Moby Dick. No, my, my oh, favorite one is the one that says, like blowholes? Check this one out. It's even better. I find that offensive. All right. Twelve Monkeys is number Great. five. Great film. Movie. Great. Why, would, why would we hate this list? Well, just, well I guess we're halfway through. I would, we're, I, oh, I see I the reason thought, why Jimmy's going to hate this I list. I enjoyed looking what? at Twelve Monkeys, but I don't think it was a great movie. Uh, I, I love Twelve Monkeys. I think it's a great performance but you're, but we, from you're Willis clearly, and Brad Pitt. Clearly, based on Star Trek IV, you have no credibility. <laughs> and you can't talk properly. I, <laughs> hey, this is my second fresca. Shut up. Oh, my oh. little frescas. <laughs> Number four. Look at the placement of this, Jimmy. Look at the placement. Number four. I hate this list now. That's I see. I, yeah, that's I why. I, I, I number four. At least they listed it. Back to the Future. 
Should be movie. number one. No. Yeah. You think it should, should be? Yeah. No. Absolutely. No. I don't think so either. No. What's number one then? Dunno. I <laughs> Well, at the moment I would say it should be number one unless you give me something in the top three that That blow you out of the water. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I can't think of a better one, but keep let's, going. let's see how the I'm cop two. Let's yeah, see you, how the you list jerk off to Back to the Future, so Especially part two. Number, I love part number two. three, The Terminator. Yeah. All right, sure. I like Back to the Future more. Okay, Terminator would, is a great I, film. I, yeah. I, I, still I would say ter- make Back to the Future above it. Oh. Okay. Yeah, but Terminator, okay. the, when the first Terminator came out, I had nightmares for weeks after that movie. That movie fucked up my brain. It is It is a fine one. Yeah. It's a great Although, film. Although, I don't... <sighs> I, watched it, I watched it with my kids, like, last year, and... It does not really hold up that well. I would I have to agree it. with you. Also led to a great How I Met Your Mother line from Barney Stinson, the, mm-hmm. where he stands behind a dumpster and, and naked. Oh, yes. And he stands up and says, come with me if you want the bone. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, I really disagree with this one. I do, too. Number two. I, I actually physically hate this film. Primer. Yep. I don't know what that is. People argue with me all the time. I, don't, I need to it. watch it. I've seen it twice. I just. What is it? What That's, is it? Uh, it was a Sundance film. Yep. Uh, about a guy who creates a time machine in like a public storage by accident, unit by yeah. accident in a garage. It's two, fucking two, boring. Two friends invent a method of time travel that's actually uh, quite logical and consistent. It says here. If you're yeah. gonna go with an art house film and cut time crimes out of that, it doesn't make sense. They can only travel back the same amount of time they spend inside their tube. Yeah. They can, and they can't travel back to a time before the time machine was invented. And they preach that it could actually work. It's just. I I don't like it. Okay, that's the, that's the actually. I mean, I hate Whale Wars, Star Trek, but um, but Primer. I hate Primer outrageous. much more. Okay, so would you be willing to put Voyage Home back on the list? Sure. Yes. Over yeah. Primer. Sure. Yeah. We'll remove Why Primer. Not? Yeah. Okay. Why not? All right. But not as number two. It's still a terrible film. Any guesses as to what the number one time travel movie if is? You don't say time crimes. I'm going to probably drink more it beer. It is not on the list. Drink. Time travel. I'll drink this beer. On there. Anyone? I can't um, believe. Okay. I really Scott, don't know. You, oh my God! Uh, is it um fucking the one it. with uh, with uh, Christopher Reeves and uh, no, we, no. somewhere in time. Superman. No. Somewhere in time is a great time travel movie. No, nope, not somewhere in time. Thank God. It's not, <laughs> it is not a good time travel movie. A penny is what is the time travel device. It's I, a penny. I have actually or a concentrate. I saw that. I movie, can't remember. I saw that movie once and. I, I have a a memory that will live with me forever because I saw it at BYU, and they wow. and they I had never seen the movie before. Uh, I went with this girl that was a friend of mine, and there's a scene in there I guess that, where they sleep together. Mm-hmm. BYU cut that scene out. Oh, and but that isn't the memory. The memory is when they jumped the auditorium. <laughs> the whole place went. Oh. They were in pain that they had missed that scene. Jeez. Any guesses? As to I what? really can't think of it. And I love time travel films. I'm trying uh, to... Uh, Gone with the Wind. Time Bandits? <laughs> oh, is it Time Bandits? Yeah. Number one. Oh, oh, there you go. Time I guess yeah, it's Time Bandits. It's not number one. <laughs> I disagree with that. So Terry Gilliam movies. has two in the top ten. I would he does. Yeah. 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 I still think Back to the Future which should be number I, one. Yeah, I Back to the Future is number one. Well, well and, nope. and let me say this about uh, Time After Time. Time Machine should be on there over. Yeah, HG Wells Time, time Machine is phenomenal. Yeah. Replace Time Machine time with Primer. Should be on there. But Time Bandits is actually one of my favorite movies. Oh, Jonathan Price is amazing film. in it. And, uh, and, and, and oh my get, God, David get, Warner is in. And you get, uh, on the list. you get you get Sean Connery fighting a Minotaur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you're right, David Warner is on two. 
in, on this on this particular list. But this this movie is just so fucking cool for so many reasons. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One is is that uh, David Warner plays a character which, let's be honest, is the devil. Right. Mm-hmm. Even though they call it evil. Right. Uh, it just some fantastic stuff in it, and and the, and them little midgets running around stealing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I love Time Bandits a lot, but you, I, I really do think Back to the Future should be number one. I Did think you have it number one on the list. I wouldn't. Let me. I I would. Uh, let me tell you why Back to the Future should be number one. It really is the time travel movie that. Everyone references. Well, not only that, but everyone likes it. You don't have to be a science fiction geek to like Back to the Future. Exactly. Uh, and and it, 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 everyone knows that movie. Right. They know things from it. They know the rules of time travel. Let's they be were, honest. Time, time, uh, you know? time Bandits was a, a weird little movie. It and is. a lot of us loved it when we were kids, but you kind of had to be a dork to like there's it. Something, yeah, I was so bit time, there's uh, something time about Back to the Future, though, that I mean, the acting is so over the top. I mean, none of the acting would work in any other in film. What, mo- what are we talking about? Back to the Future. That the acting is so over the top. It's almost cartoonish, but it's so fun. I, I've seen that film... I don't even know how well, many I know times. People, I know that there's a lot of criticism of the sequels. but I like the sequels, too. I, 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 two I, is actually... I, I like two a lot more than one. I just do. Whoa, it. really? Because yeah, I, I thought do. two was very... My, my biggest complaint with two was that it, it was very... This is the intermediary step. You know what I mean? I just I, I have this affinity for films that go into like I, it's like a believable future. Kind of go somewhere. They're that making you fun of Dustbusters and you know yeah. and that I just that's just me. I think the whole you know, thing holds. I, up, but the three of them together, I think actually holds the up. three of them together is uh, beautiful. I mean, three is probably my least favorite of I, the three. I like three, though. but you know like what? Three is the only fun. one that made me cry in the theater. I'll tell yeah, you. Yeah, well, just because you watch the DeLorean get smashed. That's <laughs> exactly why I cried. <laughs> I like the part with ZZ Top. Yeah. yeah. No, I think I think and, and actually Shannon and I were roommates when part 3 came out. Yeah. And and we fucking loved that movie. Yeah. We had a blast with it. Cuz I fun. like Cowboys. No. I lo- I love too, but I mean Okay. I, I watch it and I always walk away with a smile. So we would put Back to the Future on top. I would yeah. put Back to the Future on top simply from the iconic standpoint. I would replace one of those movies with the Spanish movie Time Crimes because it is seriously one of the best uh, it's it's like a murder mystery told through time traveling. And it starts with a guy watching watching a naked chick in the woods get murdered by a dude with some bandages on his face. Yep. Why uh, isn't Memento on there? Isn't that time travel? <laughs> in a way, it's 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 retold backwards. Um, uh, I would still love. <laughs> I know Jeff. I was but, being an idiot. But yeah. you know what's not on there? It Millennium. What? Planet of the Apes. That is. Oh. Oh. Nobody, yeah. nobody thinks of that as a time travel movie, even though that's what it, it is. It really is, though. Did you it? say Millennium? Millennium. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, everybody needs a good Cheryl Teague, well, Chris Christopherson. Sure, sure. uh, Chris Christopherson. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, wish I, I wish I could remember the answer to my own question here, but years ago I wrote a column where that's I went, weird that you I went that. through all the episodes of all the Star Treks, and there are dozens of episodes that involve time travel oh, yeah. one way yeah. or another. I mean, it's it's... When you sit down and count them, it's astonishing how many um, there are. One of, them, one of them was a pilot for another television show. Well, yeah. I, and I think we said it though, but and Scott's going to hit me after this. But take off uh, Star Trek Four and nope. either put on Abrams or First Contact. I would say First Contact for sure, but I I also wouldn't remove Star Trek Four from I was, from, I like that movie. from a list. No, because that was a more that was the the thing about well, Star Trek I Four. Hate whales. Yeah, but Star Trek Four was uh, <laughs> probably one of the most humongously successful Star Trek movies because people like. 
you know, just just your average everyday person wanted to go watch the fun I people agree. in, in well, San exactly. Francisco. Uh, the the every everyday every yeah. every average day person. Yeah. When you say Star Trek movies, yeah, they that like, one. I like comes the to whale mind. one. I like the whale it's one. Funny, that's so. It's funny, but the other day we were watching. Oh, we're catching up on episodes of Whale Wars Viking Shores. This is what we do at my what house. What is that? And it's it's trying to stop the people in the Faroe Islands from really brutally murdering pilot whales. It's grotesque. Oh, that's what cheery. They do. <laughs> um, but we were, I was saying that I had just read a story about how the, the battleship, the USS Iowa is being, they're taking it down to San Pedro and going to turn it into a, a, a museum. And I said that, I said the, the sea shepherds should have bought the damn battleship, you know, and then they could have actually done something instead of just blundering around. But in the middle of this conversation, we're like, what they really need is a Klingon bird of prey to stop, <laughs> to <laughs> stop the whalers. You just remind me of a film actually that I, I liked it. It's cheesy and I would love to see, uh, a reimagining of it is Final Countdown. Final oh yeah, countdown. except did you that? find the ending kind of a bit disappointing? Yeah. What is that? What, what is, about that? Philadelphia it's about the, the Nimitz. It's it's the time traveling aircraft carriage. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. ends up what during Pearl Harbor, just yeah. before so, Pearl. It gets there like December sixth, nineteen forty one. So they, and they have to decide whether to attack the, the planes that are going after Pearl Harbor or to let it let it ride. The, and what? it's and it's the Nimitz. It's, yeah. it's crazy. Who's it's in it's that? a nuclear Martin Sheen. Is that um, right? Is yeah. Kirk Douglas a, in it? My dad's in it. Might have been Charlton Heston. Might have been. I'm not sure. Like, I Shut it. Do you remember Jeff? Shut it. We're I, gonna rip a hole in the space. Time. No shit. No shit. Then. This is where I start thinking about time travel movies, and I actually think about this a lot because time and going back to Time Cop. Time, yeah. At the very beginning of Time Cop, mm-hmm. they show people fucking with history. Mm-hmm. There's a guy who. Wait, brought, no, no, the people. The movie that showed people fucking with history that was time cock yeah time cock <laughs> yeah. no but there's a scene where a guy uh robs this, like basically a, a horse buggy you know carrying gold and he's got like automatic you know fully automatic weapons which is really badass and i was like how could you know it'd be cool to see people going back in time and fucking with like the civil war mm-hmm. if you had like an f-16 or you know what could you do well there's except you know the the uh What's the aircraft ca- aircraft carrier? The Nimitz. Yeah. Um, Final countdown. Final countdown. There's a there's an inconsistency in that thing because remember when they get to the end, they left a couple people behind when they came back from 1945 or right? whatever. And when they get there, there's a mysterious man in a who has been behind designing the Nimitz and stuff. Yeah. And it turns out to be the guy they left behind. Uh, what? So, <laughs> what, what, what? I know. Uh, by the way, I've, I've been imagine if you will. I've been busy looking up lists of. Time travel movies. Another okay. one I would have okay. on this list. Okay. Ah. Groundhog Day. Yes. Oh, <laughs> you're right. Uh, right. That has to be on no, that list. Don't try angry. I'm sorry, guys. That's a time loop movie. That's a whole different genre. It does time travel back a day? Yep. That's a time loop. I think it's a time travel. It's a temporal loop. Temporal uh, loop is uh, not the same as time, time travel. Tra- but isn't that time travel? Travel back no, no, no. To the same well, day time today? travel is living. We're time traveling right fucking oh, now. Oh damn! But you, look no, at George no, he's. That's a temporal loop movie. If I jumped ahead five minutes, I'd still be traveling through time. And in five minutes, you'll be there. Good job. <laughs> I have to agree with Lee George Cade. It is a time loop. Yeah, it's but that's loop. still time travel. Well, it's like that yes. episode of Next Generation is where there... where Crusher yes. relives that well, same day over and, hang over, on. and over. If we're going to use the time machine by H.G. Wells as the gold standard, the gold standard, mm-hmm. there is a device there that makes you travel through time. His is a bed. And a bed breakfast. His is a sleepy function. <laughs> Are there this, any others? The time travel B and B. Yeah. What yeah. Jeff, what, a, what else? Come on. Come on. 
Well, well, actually, Escape from the Planet of the Apes is also a that is they tra- movie. That, that's and they, it's yeah. the second best the of the original Planet of the Apes movies yes. by far. Yeah. Okay, yep. Any yep. others? Yep, yep. That we're not thinking of right away. Hmm. I would say Planet of the Apes definitely. Oh, that should have been on there. See, one of the one of the few Star Trek Voyagers that was actually any good was. Time the one where they went to the well. 1960s. <laughs> you know, uh, no, the two-parter where they. Well, I didn't think about that, but the two-parter where, um, they where the ship was pretty much destroyed. Yeah. And at the end of the two-parter, they they crashed into the time ship, and restored the timeline and everything. I can't remember the name. Yeah, there was the a great episode where they were in the 60s. I loved. I mean, right. Maybe it might have just been that I enjoyed seeing the Voyager Here's, destroyed. Oh, yeah, right. Here's, well, actually, actually, there I can think of another one. Okay. Two thousand one, Space Odyssey. There's no time travel on that. What does Dave Bowman do when he? Well, he's, when he becomes the Star Child, he's not time traveling. He just he just yes, becomes, he does. He, he, he becomes leaves. he doesn't have any temporality after that. He doesn't exist in any anchored point in time. Yes, because there's he's no actual time travel time. because there's no time to him. I'll say yeah. hot tub time machine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, I think some, I think two thousand and one might be the best uh, example of time travel because it's like two hours long, but it felt like it lasted about a month. <laughs> I knew he was going to say that. I knew he was going to say that. No, Ice's favorite is Donnie Darko. The red, oh, the red. Fuck, I hate that movie. The red, the redhead in hot tub time machine. I, I will admit was entertaining. Now I'm looking at our new and improved list, okay. and and using some of the so, sort of the skeleton of this list and and our new and improved version. Mm-hmm. I would say Bill and Ted does not belong. No, I would agree oh with fuck you. that! No, that is a time travel movie. It is a time trade. It is a time travel movie. Yes, oh, it's time travel, but I top think- ten. And yes, it, and yeah. it's really a shame it, that this is just movies because the best time travel period is Doctor Who. Well, there's of course, no getting around of it. course. Especially the last two years of Doctor Who, they've done some amazing shit. Whereas with time Back travel. to the Future represented the '80s. Mm-hmm. Bill and Ted represents the '90s. That's sad. It's sad. I don't like the '90s, but yeah. <laughs> and and here's my argument for Star Trek: The Voyage Home. Mm-hmm. The star of the movie was not even in that movie. Nope. The Enterprise. Nope. Until the, until the very end. Until the very, the very end. As a matter of fact, I had a <laughs> when I saw that movie the first time. Remember, they're in like the shuttlecraft and they appear headed for. Um, Mm-hmm. The Excel, is Excelsior? Yeah. yeah. I actually said out loud, oh, shit. Because I thought they were going to that ship. I liked uh, Black Knight a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> How about on a, on back in Disney's unidentified flying I, oddball? I liked Kid and King Arthur's Court. <laughs> For what? A, the 80s was Back to the Future. The 70s was unidentified flying oddball. <laughs> Undeniably oddball. Look it up, kids. <laughs> and that's the you're the singing, butterfly effect. You're talking really good too. Oh yeah, oh, the butterfly Jesus. effect. How about Free Jack? What about the cat Jack? from outer space? Oh, 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 the cat oh, from wait, outer space. Wait, wait, wait Free Jack. Are we talking about cat movies? Free, Free Jack. Uh, Free Jack. I, I think I actually lost my mind in the middle of that movie. In the middle of Free Jack? Yeah. Okay. Because because that whole thing when Mick Jagger walks out, he goes, "What are you doing, Fallon?" Oh, Kate. <laughs> you guys have. Was Kate Leopold was. A, I liked Kate Leopold. That was a good time travel Speaking movie. Speaking of uh, Mick Jagger, he was actually really fucking funny on Saturday Night Live. I thought, especially, on the, especially yeah. on the Californians bit. I'm here to tell you I am your father. He's oh, doing <laughs> this horribly exaggerated. But no, he he actually uh, he actually did Rolling Stone songs with different bands backing up. So one song he did uh, with the Foo Fighters, and then he had Arcade Fire out to back him up for another another Stone song, and it was pretty damn cool. Oh, Beastmaster was good too. Oh yeah, is that a tra- time travel movie? Huh? 
Doesn't no. he jump into it? Oh, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Beastmaster 2. Sorry. <laughs> Wait a minute. Yeah, Beast throughout time. How come time? we haven't shown Beastmaster at the goddamn movie? Like we're gonna talk, now, now we need to get the shittiest time travel we, movies of all time, like Slipstream. We did. And, oh, we did. And, and, <laughs> and Time Rider, The Adventure of Wild Swan. Twice and I are looking at is lists. It, like, I will say that my favorite Harry Potter movie was a time travel. It's just Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. Hold on. Is it Time... Trash can? Is it Astro. Time Rider, the one... Where the guy on the motorcycle goes back yes. in time and fights knights on his motorcycle. Yep. Yes, yep. that's a good movie. Oh, Time Rider. That's a that's a mystery science theater. I think. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 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 All right. I just I just wanted to just wanted to throw that out there. I love time travel. Movies. Let's let's introduce the panel and we'll, oh, uh, hey. oh geez we forgot. We'll take hey a Bob. We'll take hey a break. Bob. Lee George Cade, ladies and gentlemen, the. Uh, Vegan deli store owner it's, it's, to the king. Yep, and we're we're coming along. Uh, we should be open within the next week. So stop by. Looks up Frisch Eatery. What's the address? Uh, that's uh, seven nine nine South Five Hundred East, Salt Lake City. Salt Lake City, just right by the park, right yeah. by my house. Yep. Uh, Scott Pierce, the TV critic for the Salt Lake Tribune. Follow him on Twitter and click on those links on the Twitter. Clink on the clink on them. Clink on them. Clink on them. Clink on them. I want my second fresca. Do you all good? It's at Scott D. Pierce. Do you also uh, put your stories on your Facebook page? Sometimes I should. should. You should. Okay. Because I'm on Facebook more than I am on Twitter. Oh. I can't figure out that Twitter. (laughs) Really? Now, now, wait a minute. Hold on. I know Twitter. I can do Twitter. Let me tell you. I can do Twitter. You can do Twitter. Let me tell you what's great about Twitter. Uh, People use Twitter for, I think, the wrong reasons. And that is. I would do it for porn. And that is communicating with each other. Um, (laughs) I don't know that there's that much. Porn on here's Twitter. here's what I use Twitter for is when I need a chuckle. Mm-hmm. I follow that's what I do. I follow really funny people like George Takei. Well, not like George Takei. Uh, <laughs> I follow really funny people, and then I, when I when I need a laugh, I'll go that's and I'll I do look. Too. Like and Steve Martin, Oswald, like, and... yeah, Steve Martin, or any of the like uh, you know uh, Patton, Patton Oswalt, Albert, Albert Brooks, Brooks. Patton Oswalt, Steve, and yeah. Steve Martin. It, yeah, I follow funny people, and then when I need a here's, chuckle, here's I go who I Nathan Fillion. Here's who funny. I follow on on Twitter, uh, Nathan Fillion. Uh, I follow uh, comedians, mm-hmm. comic book writers. Yes, yes, and porn stars. Porn stars. Porn stars have funny posts. There's also um, they're funny, sad sometimes. There's there's a there's a guy who has like three or four accounts called uh, let's see. I like girls daily. I like porn daily. I like butts daily. And and they're just picture links. Uh, Drunk Hulk's funny too. Drunk Hulk is Drunk funny. Hulk and and uh, depressed. Who is, who's and Drunk depressed, Hulk? Yeah, you know, some guy named he just does. Like a, a drunk a random? Hulk, and he's, yeah. he's he's there's drunk Hulk, and then there's film critic Hulk. <laughs> Is there now? There's there's film critic Hulk, and he reviews movies talking like Smash uh, this. Depressed, well, you depressed know, Vader is pretty depressed good. Vader is funny. <laughs> depressed Vader, yeah. and and I just like to follow Rosario Dawson because she's pretty. Got movies. I, I like too, so. I'm just sudsing up my tits today. What are you guys? Doing? But then, uh, <laughs> and then Twitter. Oh my. And then Twitter will recommend, you know, you follow this person, you'll probably like this other person, or this mm-hmm. person follows that, you should, you should follow them. And that's all I have. Is I, oh, I don't use it for communication. For you example, seem like an asshole. You might want to listen to uh, what Andy Dick has to say. Exactly. For, for example, Zach Braff just posted, spoiler alert, Men in Black is not a porno. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you a time travel movie I didn't like that much, uh, Men in Black 3. Me either. Man. Man. Hey, where were we introducing people? Oh, Mr. B. Hey, how's it hey. going? 7-Eleven employee of the month. Just several blocks down the street. From Frisch. From Frisch. Yeah. You're Pretty on what, exciting. 7.99? Yeah. 
And you're at 1301. 1301. South 5th East. Shannon yeah. likes flower pots. Fact, the only thing really between... Uh, <laughs> can you smash my flower pot again? I'm, I will tell you this right now. <laughs> the auger Slurpee cup has really started something. It's nice. it's an excellent yeah. it's uh, an excellent idea. Uh, and I'm also trying to get something introduced uh, for the Juggalos that come down to uh, the 7-Eleven before the uh, drum circle there in, in yes. uh, Liberty Park. Some IQ points? No. Fuck no. That's just too late <laughs> for that. Fago Slurpee. I'm Fago pushing uh, it. Like, I am looking oh, for it. Here's the thing. My makeup the is guy, The hires up at the 7-Eleven? They don't get it. They don't get it. <laughs> I don't know what a Fago is. Old guys is. in suits. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Now. They don't see. I'm a, oh, I'm a, I'm a convenience store visionary. Welcome to my world. Those layers of bureaucracy old... at the Southland Sheesh. Corporation. Yep. Sheesh. All right. Big movie mouth off, Jeff and Jimmy. Woohoo! Woo! Here. Ooh, Jimmy, I found something to excite you. Yeah. Oh, God. C- I uh, hope it's tits or a pussy. A, CBG, a CBGB movie. Yes. CBGB. I read about this this what morning. CBGB. I was going to uh, the, bring oh, this. Punk, that's the, the old punk rock bar. He's young. He's oh, so young. No. God, I, for some reason, CBGB. I was thinking that I'm old and I don't know what it is. On. Um, <laughs> Oh, that that fucking show that was canceled. CBGB. Oh, that one. Yeah. The no. Leg- ah, God. Good Christian bitches. No. That's what I thought. I was CBGB, like, the, the legendary, <laughs> the legendary <laughs> club that. Uh, I know it. I know it I'm is. doing it for the youngsters oh, here. All right, if you don't mind, they're listening. <laughs> sorry. And they're they're very disappointed in you. Uh, <laughs> they always are. It's, it's the it's the legendary, uh, uh, very small punk club that uh, it gave us most of our uh, the great remo- the Ramones, great musicians and bands Blondie, from the seventies. Yeah. It was a real shit. Lou Reed. It was a terrible place. Burt's? Yeah. And if, me, yeah. if, if, exactly. if memory serves, CBGB stood for Country, Bluegrass, and Blues. Yep. Yes. He tried to start to do that. Uh, it's yeah. not working out. Yeah, uh, Healy, it's not working. Let, Healy, let's get Dexter Poindexter in here and drag. Uh, Healy <laughs> Crystal founded it, playing him in a movie, Alan Rickman. What? Alan, Ooh, nice. Alan nice. Rickman is Healy Crystal. Alan Rickman. Uh, Hello. Jimmy. <laughs> Debbie Harry's going to be in the movie. And Playing it's, Debbie Harry's mother, and it's one of your, <laughs> it's one of your acting girlfriends, Malin Ackerman oh, from Watchmen. Gorgeous, Malin Ackerman is Debbie Harry. Oh, oh, that's good. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, yeah works. that works. That, that works. works. Okay. How about I don't? How about that I don't ass. really recognize these actors. Joel David Moore and Julian Acosta are playing Joey and Johnny Ramone. Mm-hmm. Hmm. It really doesn't matter as long as they comb their hair over their eyes. And. Mrs. Costanza from Seinfeld. Estelle Harris is playing Crystal's mother, Bert. Nice. Ouch! Why is this the punk rock? Why do they, why do they spit on people? Serenity now! <laughs> <laughs> All right, after these messages, we have... Carrie Jackson. Qu- oh, yeah, so that's right. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> I, your host, will present to you letters that have been emails that have been sent to the panelists. I'm telling you, this Carrie show. Carrie Jackson uh, of the Jacksons. Oh, this yes. show, again, Hello. lacks folk use. It, it, less, it lacks folk use. Uh, Monday, Friday, 6, 10, and X96. Yeah. Yay! Yay! <laughs> after these messages, we'll be right back. Hey there, digital comics fans. You say you just can't make it to the store every Wednesday. You prefer buying digital instead of hard copies. You wish you could help out our brick-and-mortar friends at Dr. Bolt's Comic Connection. Well, a harmonic convergence is happening now. You can buy your digital comics through the Dr. Volts website, and everybody wins. You get your comics on your magic device, and Dave and the boys at Dr. Volts get to wet their beak. Have a taste. Get some love. 
You know we here at Geek Show Podcast love them. They are the friendly comic book store in town after all. Hey, I'll miss seeing you there every Wednesday at 2043 East, 3300 South. But this way, they get the love. Between the DC New 52 and the Avengers vs. X-Men, it's never been a better time to be a comic book fan. Walking Dead Comics, all your indie stuff, they're all at drvolts.com. That's drvolts.com. Or if you forget, there's a link on geekshowpodcast.com. Just be sure to tell them Geek Show says Excelsior. Trails Gentlemen's Club in Salt Lake City, 921 South, 300 West. Legendary, I say, because, well, they've been voted uh, Utah's best for 10 years in a row now. But now, legendary because of Thursday nights. Every Thursday nights, every geek boy or girl, I guess, a fantasy come true. See before your very eyes, she's taking it all off for you. Your favorite superheroine or fantasy figure at Trails Club. Geek Show frequents Trails for a reason. Amazing women. And you can see them at TrailsClub.com, but now they are in cosplay on Thursday nights. The most beautiful ladies. Check them out at TrailsClub.com. And don't forget, their 9-ounce top sirloin steak dinner, $5 every night until 9 p.m. Saturday is Naughty Couples Nights. The couple that goes to the strip club together stays together is what I think all doctors say. Every Sunday at 2 p.m. they have their free Texas Hold'em tournament giving away $400 in cash every week. That is Trails Gentlemen's Club, 921 South, 300 West. Go in there on Thursday night and tell the girls, Geek Show says hey. This is the Broken News segment, geekshowpodcast.com. We call it Broken News because you have an internet and probably have already heard about all of this stuff. But in case you haven't and you're lazy, hey, this is perfect for you. Uh, we're backstage here at uh, Trails Club for Men in Salt Lake City. Gentlemen's Club. Gent- Gentlemen's Club. Trails Gentlemen's Club. <laughs> and uh, we're being joined by, what's your name? Brittany. Brittany is here. Now, uh, the reason that we're at Trails is because on Thursday nights at 8 o'clock, they do the cosplay fantasy night. Where the girls dress up as superheroes and fantasy characters. And not only the girl, uh, the uh, the waitresses, they're all into it. Like it's, I was here this week. You know. See, I missed it. Were there capes? There were some capes. Oh shit! There was a, a Superman cape. <laughs> Superman yeah. cape. There was a red Sonya. What? Yeah. There was you carrying a big giant sword around? No, but I'm bringing a sword. I'm bringing a sword to donate. Next week, get some of those Nerf swords and just yeah. don't bring a real one. No, no, I, well, I'm not going to bring a real fucking sword, but I got like a sword and a shield. I'm bringing Chinese throwing stars. <laughs> now that reminds me, I, I don't know if you've heard this or not, Mister B. What with the Seven Eleven closing and everything, I hate to start the broken news with some sad news. Speaking of swords, your favorite show was canceled. Boner fight. Boner fight. Bonerfight has been canceled, I'm fuck? afraid. Spartacus has been canceled. No! Really? I'm sorry. There was boners and fighting. Who would <laughs> ever cancel a show about boners and fighting? <laughs> Have you ever watched the Spartacus? No. That's a show about um, dudes who fight and fuck all the time. And there's all kinds of titties and ding-dongs so like in a, it. It's a, like a reality show for like what guys do every day, basically. <laughs> Not what I do every day. <laughs> I struggle to get out of bed every morning. <laughs> now, this was set in, uh, you know, ancient uh, Rome. It was pretty cool. Really? They canceled it? Well, it was canceled by the creators, actually. Why? They said that they wanted to end on a high note. It was doing extremely well. I don't know. I cry bullshit on that. Yeah, too. I did, too. It's only, how many seasons they have? Two? That's I think three. 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 That's, that's and they were just going to go fuck shit up and fuck more. <laughs> Sorry, son. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, MTV, because they're having such uh, success with Teen Wolf. With the Teen Wolf? I love that show. Okay, actually. there you it's go. It's actually really good. Yeah? Why is it good, Brittany? Because I don't believe you. 
You know, I thought it, I thought it was going to be Dumber first because I don't get into the whole like Twilight, like oh vampires, whatever. Now, but this let me ask you is this. actually pretty cool. How it's, old are you? Twenty six. Twenty six. You know, it's rude to ask a lady. Yeah, I thought when they're young and oh. hot. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the original Teen Wolf? You know, with I, the Michael J. Fox. Yeah, I saw it when I was like a lot younger, but I don't really remember too much. Sounded like it. you were like three or something. <laughs> yeah, I was like three or four. I was like, you're that like kid Power crying. Rangers. You're that kid all. crying in the theater when I was watching it. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> I I discipline you, but you'll be hot when you get old. <laughs> all right, uh, but well, they they found such success with that. They went, "Is there another movie we could make into a series?" Oh, team uh, two, let me guess. Um. I'll just, I'll I'm just take Goonies. Goonies. <laughs> oh Goonies, the series is actually a great idea, but uh, Scream. Uh, what? That's, the movies are fucking terrible. I think they did it too much. I, yeah, the, the, last, scream, the series. The last Scream was the worst. It was so dumb, and Wes Craven thought he was so fucking smart. Like I'm meta, and you're like, no, you're not. You're an asshole. And please mm-hmm. go away and never make a movie again. <laughs> well, fuck that. That's well, not now he's gonna make, make a bunch of movies. Great. Sorry. Uh, now, before we get into the Marvel movies... I uh, Ned Campbell's got something... Needs something to do. <laughs> before we get into the Marvel movies, let's talk the Justice League movie. All right. Is it more sad news? I, I'm sorry. Well, I, 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 I hate to you bring know what the these Justice things. League is? Yeah. What, who's in that? Superman. Um, Wonder Woman. Um, oh, you're a geek. <laughs> Come on. Hold on. Um, there's there's something. Batman. Ba- Batman. Oh, sorry. There's uh, more. There's more. He's got a thing that, on his finger. The, the, is it hey, Ryan Reynolds played him? Yeah. Oh, um, dang it. Uh, he wears a suit? The Green Hornet. No, 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 Red suit. Where's the red suit? Lightning bolt. Lightning bolt. Fla- I don't know. Yeah, 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 the Flash. Okay. Of course, You're no. way of course, more uh, geeky than the last lady you had. Uh, of course, uh, no one remembers Aquaman. No oh, Aquaman. I have no idea. Sad Aquaman. Uh, well, uh, Warner Brothers says that they are working on a Justice League movie. Oh, shocking. Uh, but they had a Justice League movie in development and ruined it. Yeah. So Warner Brothers, I'm not even. Suits everywhere. I'm not even gonna. Avengers, Avengers. If it's if it's like Avengers, it'll be amazing. Because Avengers was like the best movie I've ever seen. I'm not even gonna lie. (laughs) Seriously, like it's like your favorite movie. I'm serious. Okay, now we ask all the girls on the show who was the hottest of the Avengers. (laughs) Um, She says Black Widow. Hulk, obviously. Hulk. You know, the first one, everyone says Thor. All the girls say Thor. I know. I couldn't say it because I knew everyone else said it. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, so, like, I was like, what? She would, like, bow down with the Hulk? Yeah, I always have to go for the underdog. No, Banner or Hulk? Both. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Well, uh, they're, they're still trying to decide what they're do, going to do to reboot their DC movie series. Might I suggest to them you do the reverse Marvel? Do the Justice League and then do spinoffs from the characters from there instead of the other way around. The characters are big enough. Everybody, like, you know, everybody knows it. Batman, Superman, yeah. Wonder Woman. You can do it. As long as Danny McBride is Aquaman, I don't give a shit. <laughs> That's all we want. <laughs> that is all we want. All right. Um, that would be the best thing. Thor, really Thor 2 casting news. Uh, the guy who played Fandral is out because he's, oh, on, this. he's on that show Once Upon a Time. Which I watch and I don't know why. <laughs> and uh, so there. Once upon a, a time. Uh-uh, what is oh, that? it's just sweet. It's about fairy tale people, and they're Aww. in love in the real world and in the fairy tale world, and they're just love and stuff I and magic. I threw up in my mouth a little bit. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, they're recasting uh, that guy with uh, Chuck. With Chuck! Oh, is uh, what's his name? Uh, Zachary Levi. Zachary it's there. Levi. Zachary yeah. Levi. He so. was supposed to be him apparently uh, in the first movie, and then they brought back the Chuck. Thanks a lot for that. <laughs> Fucking well, terrible. recasting Vandral. Gosh, I hope this doesn't ruin the movie. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see Thor? Yes. What'd you think of Fandral? Yes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So all you geeks who are whining about this, it means nothing. It means nothing. All right, uh, Iron Man 3 is underway, shooting right now. And uh, what we've learned about that Iron Patriot suit picture that is out there. Yeah. It looks like the Iron Patriot. Not the Iron Patriot. But it looks like it. Not officially the Iron Patriot. It's War Machine. It's War Machine? Mm -hmm. Oh, he's patriotic. Well, the Army has control of War Machine, and so they thought they'd... Painted up fancy. That's Jim. That's Jim Rhodes in there. Yeah. Uh. Fuck that. No black guy would wear that. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to see it. It's like red, white, and blue. It would be and all shit. white. Yeah. No black guy yeah. wearing it. All, all right. Well, that's the worst camouflage too in the world. Yeah. <laughs> so, that giant so, so that's what we're hearing now. Uh, there's also set photos that say that it takes place at an AIM facility. I saw that. Don't get excited about Modoc. I don't uh, think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think so either. Right. Modoc is great. He's a He's a big guy with little baby arms. Sounds exciting, doesn't she's not, it? She's not impressed. Sounds like the movie. She's not impressed at all. Your average trails patron. Captain America. <laughs> Captain America Two has. Uh, they're they're looking at dual directors. What? what? The Russo brothers are Who in are final talks to direct. Well, what they make? Here's the concern. They're known for You, Me, and Dupree. Oh, uh, yeah, that's the Owen Wilson. Uh, yeah, when you, think, yeah. when you think Captain America movie, you're thinking... He was yeah. fantastic. The explosions yeah. of that movie were so good. And they also direct episodes of Community. I'll give them that. Huh? But that's still not... But, but Marvel, Marvel is choosing them over the guy who directed The Bourne Ultimatum. Oh, okay. well, no, you've And The Adjustment Bureau. Brittany, right. that doesn't make any sense, does it? No. Jesus that's Christ. So... Oh, I'm so I know that was should, <laughs> should we be concerned about Cap Two? We'll see. Uh, Wonder Woman is uh, being developed. I'll give you. Uh, I'll for give the you for the nine hundredth time. That's why I'm not even going to bother uh, really reporting. Now the RoboCop remake. You know RoboCop. Remake? Mm-hmm. They've added another actor. Who? Samuel L. Jackson. Oh shit! So you got Gary. You got Gary Oldman. Yeah, and he's like, "You fucked up my store, motherfucker." So you got Gary Oldman and Samuel L. Jackson in it. That's a pretty good cast, right? That is a good cast. All right, let's see. We got. Uh, hmm. Oh, <laughs> the, the the Monsters uh, TV series that's coming back. Oh, I heard this horrible casting. Yeah. Okay, so uh, it's it's a new Monsters. Do you know the Monsters? Yeah. All right. Yeah, of course. So. The comedian Eddie Izzard is Grandpa Munster now. They've cast him. Nice. Eddie Izzard rules. And he's he'll be great. Yeah. But they've cast Herman. Now that's the other essential cast. Right. Point. It's that a, fucking awful. It's the it's the Frankenstein, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jerry O'Connell. Fuck what? that. The fat kid from Stand yeah. By Me. <laughs> Jerry fucking O'Connell. I, and you know I, I can't even picture that at all. It's gross, huh? <laughs> that's gross. Here's the thing, though, is I read that the uh, it's Brian Fuller, right? The guy that yeah. all his shows get pushing canceled. daisies. Yeah. yeah. Um, he wanted David Tennant to be Herman. Uh, and, Jerry and, and, and they didn't. And they chose fucking Jerry O'Connell. Fat kid from Stand By Me. Fat kid from Stand By Me. Talentless fucking fuckface. He's Trent McNeely. That's, that's how he's called him. 
Fuck that show. I mean, it's like, oh, we don't want the Doctor Who, right? That will fucking give everybody will like that. Oh, I will British. say that he, he is good enough to fuck Rebecca Romaine Stamos. So it was. Are they broken up now? Yep. Oh, oh yeah. See? Sorry. What? <laughs> well, his work actually, they probably saw his work in Piranha 3D. <laughs> Which was amazing, obviously. Yeah. I mean, you just like that part where you got his dick bit oh, off? Was, like, that's like the best part of the whole movie. That's Oscar Gold. The dancer's like, the best part of that movie is when the guy got his dick bit off. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, just he knows never why. Been, have you ever been at work before? It's been like, God, I wish somebody bite your dick off. Yeah, like, like every day. Every day. <laughs> <laughs> like, sure. right thanks now. Thanks for the dollar. Yeah, thanks for the dollar. Piranha's so, so remember Go coffee, you creepy old fuck. <laughs> Seriously. So, so remember when you do tip dip, uh, Brittany, more than a dollar would be good. At least like a dollar and a quarter. At least. Just, like really? make it a hell. Quarters? Know? I was no one's ever given you a quarter, right? <laughs> Uh, one time, and then I got really excited, and I was like, I'm going to go buy Skittles out of the vending machine. Well, like somebody just tipped you a quarter? They thought they were funny. What about a sack of but Dewey dollar? on him because I got excited. Oh. No. <laughs> I was thought it would be really hard to pick up with your guys' big, long nails. Except your nails aren't very long. She does not have long nails. Final story is the World War Z movie. Um, they finished filming. The zombie movies. The zombie nice. movie. This is based on the uh, the novel. They finished filming, mm-hmm. put it together, uh-huh. said... Uh, that sucks. Oh, boy! Sent it not only back for reshoots, but now they brought in... Jerry O'Connell. Damon, <laughs> Damon Lindelof to rewrite oh, the shit. third act. Well, he, uh, oh, he pretty much wrote Prometheus, and Prometheus was fucking amazing, so... Yeah. So they brought him in to rewrite the third act and reshoot the third act. That's how much trouble oh, that movie fuck. was in. Oh, that's, some, that's in some deep shit. It's terrible. I, I don't know. I, I think that maybe they saw what's wrong with it and they fixed it. Like Spider-Man, they're fixing. Yeah. <laughs> you know that they're fixing Spider-Man? Yeah, it needed to be fixed. What's up? Did it really? What's up let's, with Well, no, let's hear her argument. Yeah. I just didn't. Yeah, I just didn't think it was done very well. Like, first off, I don't think Kirsten Dunst should have been an uh, agreed. Actor at all. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> like, I like her as an actress. I think she's a good actress, but she's not like pretty. She's not like the. Okay. She's Brit- not married. Brittany. Yeah. Brittany and I see eye to eye on this. I agree. Yeah. And I don't know. I just didn't. I just didn't like him, especially the third one, because it was so corny when he was like all like gothic and he's like walking down the street. Yeah. Like that part, I was like, "Are you kidding? Like this is." You mean so Emo Peter Parker? You didn't like yeah. Peter Parker? It was like it was just it was. It but was he was so just straightening for his hair. Like it too. wasn't. It was. It was <laughs> yeah, Brittany, I will say that you are wrong. Uh, I, think, I think that Spider-Man movies uh, need more singing and dancing in them <laughs> and musical numbers this is true that's why they have the musical just for you Mr. B what's your favorite comic book Brittany you ever read a comic book mm, not really uh, how about superhero though my favorite superhero sure probably Batman yeah. Just because it's cool because he's a man. He's just a man. You know what I mean? Like, he doesn't have any real special powers, but he's... he's just a rich motherfucker. Yeah. Like, same with Iron Man. Yeah. He has one special power. You ever heard his voice? <laughs> Sounds like this. <laughs> In the movie? <laughs> Why does he do that? I, think I don't know. Well, he, doesn't no, he doesn't want to be recognized. Right. Well, that, they wanted to think cookie monsters in the mess. I think Leo always had the good argument on that one. Because if you did that to somebody, you'd scare the shit out of them to where they couldn't fight back. That's no, true. I, I would just go. Right, just be confused. Like, do you have learned anything? <laughs> yeah. do, you need a, do you need a lozenge, <laughs> Batman? Do you need Sir? I have a Werther's. <laughs> There's a scene removed from the Dark Knight where the Joker offers him a lozenge. It was why, a great scene. It was why so grumbly? <laughs> <laughs> 
You have something in your throat. <laughs> so, Brittany, don't you think more people... So, did you work on Thursday nights? Mm. Did you? Did you work this last Thursday night? No. Are you going to work this I, Thursday night? Yes. What are you going to dress up as? Tell us. Remember, I've got a sword I can I, donate. Would you, would you like to raid some of our costume closets? Yes, I would love to. I would love to. I tried to get my wife to donate... From Mortal Kombat? I tried to, nice. I tried to get Charity to donate that uh, the red uh, Star Trek dress. Perfect. Your wife get, oh, that would be perfect. It. Why? Star Wars, I think. No, not Star Trek. Do a Star Wars. No, Star Wars. Okay. <laughs> what about Slave Leia? Now, here's the thing. If you could put together a Slave Leia for this That'd week... That'd be hot. Or think about that? this. I want to wear a stormtrooper, yeah, like hat or like the. But with the just helmet. like your movies hat. With just yeah, and then yeah, white boots, cool. and, and you like, like white pasties. And no, 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 no. You know what you can do. You know what you can do, Brittany. Brittany, 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 Brittany. Tell me, tell me, I'm excited. Death Star pasties. Go. That would be great. But you, you know that you could go right to uh, the the Target right over here, and you could buy a fucking Boba hat, a Boba Fett helmet. For like twenty bucks. Why did I not know this? All right, you should, are you gonna get that? For, you should get that for yeah, Tuesday. Yeah, no, I'm going to. What will Brittany? <laughs> what will Brittany be on Thursday? You'll have to be here at eight o'clock to find. And out. also, can I just say five dollar steak dinner, and it's good. Oh, it's way good. It goes until nine o'clock. It's way good. Super good, right? Super All like two sides, kicks ass. They got blueberry hookahs here. Blueberry, <laughs> blueberry hookahs. All right. I remember when you give her a tip, it's not just a dollar. A dollar and a quarter, please. <laughs> yeah, a dollar and a quarter. Now, I, I'll tell you, I, I usually only tip like a dollar dance. Unless maybe you had a Boba Fett hat on, and then I'd be like, eh, I'd make it rain! <laughs> rain quarters. Make it rain imperial credits. <laughs> make it rain quarters. Make it hell. And I will tell you this, I will be here this Thursday. All right. Jeff Weiss will be here. Yeah. I'm uh, back in town. I'm coming to that Jimmy's motherfucker. Jimmy's going to be here. Uh... I have a bunch of free passes. We kind of hung out. Uh, but actually, uh, girls get in free. Uh, and we'll, get, we'll get you some more of those passes, oh, and I you can have be, those on Wednesday night. No, yeah. dude already gave me a bunch. I got, awesome. like, I'm never paying Perfect. to get in here again. All right, so go see Shannon at Lucky 13 on Wednesday night for the pub quiz. Yeah, come, he'll get, hook passes up. Up. Yeah. come get passes at pub quiz. And then uh, see you on Thursday night. Thank I'm you. So uh, mostly go see Brittany. Brittany. I'm so disappointed that you guys, on the... Like the whole geek thing. I'm just wondering you didn't mention the new Halo 4. Oh, we did. Oh, we, we, we will. Yeah. We will at the end of this. From E3. Hey, yeah. um, Halo 4. I just watched like the trailer that they just released. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It looks fucking like, great. Like no. Okay. You know how they have like Captain Keys and Cortana as actual people. Usually they Cortana. They look exactly like the people. On, like they look exactly like the, like the video game. Yeah. Like they casted them. Oh, it looks. Why don't they insane. make a movie? Well, they, well no, a, there's it, a long story. Yeah, yeah. they were going to make a movie, and then uh, they raised about a third of the budget, and the economy hit the shitter. So then they made uh, District Dis- Nine instead. District oh, Nine, but then so now they're gonna because they made so much money on District Nine that they're talking about. Yeah, it did you ever so. see the trailer for when they were gonna make the Halo movie? Oh yeah, and it has like the it has like the flood. Oh and yeah, then, yeah, and there was the real real warthogs that they had already uh-huh. made. Yeah, if you yeah, wait till I'm the obsessed if, with Halo, by the way, obsessed. Obsessed. You should dress up as a like, master chief I, I and take, know, all your, right? take that all off. You don't understand. That's all my family does. Like that's all we do is play Halo since like high school. That's all I do. At the oh, end, oh. at the end of this episode is Jimmy's entire report from E3, yeah. all the games and everything that he saw. So if you wait until the end of this episode, you'll hear the whole thing. I so you can download it. You can download it and listen to it. Yeah, it's on the internet. Yeah, on the iTunes. We'll trade on gamer tags. Okay. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, don't say your gamer tag. Don't. Tell me off the air. Tell me that. Just hurry, uh, really quick. Give out your phone number. Right yeah. All right, eight eight eight. Thank you, Brittany. We'll uh, continue with the rest of the episode and have Jimmy's E three report coming up after these. Hang on, please to enjoy. Hey, this is Dan, the laptop man from PC Laptops. It's here, our ultra mega super deluxe crazy blowout sale on the best desktop and laptop computers on the planet. We have demo models, open box, scratch and dents, and new models for up to 50% off the original prices. Got an old clunky computer? No problem. We'll buy it from you and apply it towards your new computer. We'll transfer all your old data for free with our exclusive lifetime service guarantee. That means if you get a virus or spyware or your Windows gets messed up, you're covered 100%. And to make it extra sweet, We're doing zero down, zero interest for a whole year. Whoa, zero down, zero interest for a whole year. OAC, get in right now before they're all gone. So get into any one of our locations right now or call us at 1-877-596-SAVE or check us out at PCLaptops.com. That's PCLaptops.com. Because at PC Laptops, we really love you. Here we go. Fuck, not... I started go. recording when you started cheering. So. Oh, buddy. Okay. <laughs> These are uh, emails that I've received uh, to the panel uh, asking us questions about uh, various and sundry. Life, love, and liberty. Now, poor Cody sent this, and he's he's just got a problem with oh, the air. Cody. Cody. One of our listeners has Cody. a problem. People named Cody always do. Yeah. Cody! I, I've... <laughs> I've noticed some things about the Avengers movie. I was hoping to get a clarification. Oh, no. He there says go. puny God. Jesus Christ. That's no. what he says. Hang on. Oh. Whedon, twice, uses a camera shot from a mirror. I did notice that, actually. Once in the beginning during the Black Widow interrogation, a second time near the end with Cap viewed from a blind spot mirror. I'm looking all over the mirror, around the mirror, and the mirror, in the mirror. I cannot see anything subtle to indicate as to why he uses these shots. Am I missing something? It was just cool. He's showing off. That's what it was. He's yeah. showing it's off. Just cool. He just had a cool fucking eye. Zach, Zach Snyder did a mirror trick in Sucker Punch. Now, you can say whatever you want about Sucker Punch. There is a mirror trick he does in that fucking movie that is amazing. He goes, he, goes around a, he goes around a dressing room mirror like three times. There's and it's not really cool visually about Sucker Punch that is bad. I no, think, no, and that's that's the only reason why I like it. I think yeah. you're looking for meaning where there is none. Yeah, no, I I, actually, I saw those shots, and the first thing I thought was, uh, he's just got a cool fucking eye. He's so, yeah, yeah, he's so, showing off. Just I mean, something that's what you do. You, it's it's a hat trick. And see, Cody, that's the thing is that I'm glad I am past overthinking things because yeah. I'm reading the re- well. We'll get to him. Okay. And I, I just can't imagine that he was having a good time. And I'm sorry well, for While you're him. sitting there analyzing everything. And, yeah. You know how I'll justify it? Because one of my favorite shots what? in Avengers is there. Uh, there's a camera in a cab that explodes and the cab flips. And oh, the camera's yeah. inside the fucking I car. That. that looks great. You and know how unnecessary that shot was, but how fucking cool it, it was really cool. is. It was cool. It just looks cool. But here's the thing. And he but, does, well, he does things for fun. I was just, weirdly enough, I just watched the musical episode of Buffy the other day. Yeah. And when they're at the end singing, I see the fire and it freezes me, a fire truck goes by. The fire truck doesn't have anything to do with it. It's just cool. Um, exactly. Let's not bag on Cody. Maybe he noticed this the seventh time he saw the movie. Could be. No, and, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with being hyper-analytical. That means that you might want to actually talk to a guidance counselor or somebody who might help you find a career that will allow you to use your, I, your powers for good. I instead do, of just being obnoxious. But, but I also worry that this becomes 
that kind of geek yeah, that is you overanalyzing. Can't, you can't enjoy yourself if you're sitting there. I, I was dating a girl when the second Bat, the Burton, Burton Batman movie came out. And after we saw the movie. Batman. Yeah, Burt Batman. Batman. After the movie came out, she was like, I, I just didn't understand Catwoman at all. It's like, what, what, what wasn't there to understand? You know, there were so many analytical things to nitpick. Uh, just, yeah, you just you're overthinking. Just, it. just think of this, man. You got to see a really cool two and a half hour long mm-hmm. superhero movie. I can I can answer this next thing that All it right. has very simply. Um, the waitress that keeps appearing in the last thirty minutes kept driving me nuts. Do we know any reason that she is significant? I no. have a theory no. about that. You no. go first. Though. She's not significant at all. Mm-hmm. The only reason she was there was to put a human face on this big, massive, awful thing that was right. happening to New York City. That was almost it was so big it was almost faceless. So that at the end, when the news footage is going, you say, "Oh, she, that's that waitress that exactly." Cap saved. They put a face on it, and she right. even says, "Captain America saved my life." Right. That's why she was there for storytelling, for emotion. That's she was. All. She was your. She was your proxy in the movie. Oh, yes. I liked her because she's from Growing well, Pains. Yeah. It, well. It, well. <laughs> Not only that, but she but, was. That was that was yeah. Ashley. That was who? The little what? girl. What's her name? The little little. Girl. I can't think of her yeah. act, the, the name. Oh, she was the Oliver. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um. By the way, Joss Whedon had just cast her in something else that he was doing, so he had her in. Mm-hmm. She which, had a free day, which he does. Right. When Firefly got canceled, he made sure that just about everybody had work. She's Cap's else. girlfriend's granddaughter. Now here's something. Here's something <laughs> that he does like. I like Whedon's intro or transition to the next scene where he says, you should have left, referring to the Tesseract, you should have left it in the ocean. Right. He then cuts to Iron Man in the ocean. Yeah, great. He does that three or four that times awesome. and he says he quite likes that. So there's there's something. Uh, am I having colorblind issues or does it look like Banner has a slight green tint in his skin color? He does sometimes. He looks like his skin color has been altered slightly. When he is on camera with anyone else, his skin color doesn't look naturally like flesh color. Is it just me? That's just you. I'm oh, colorblind, man. so I can't remember. I didn't notice, but yeah. if, if that was a part that's kind of cool, like he's there, about to fucking... There were, there were times when his when his pallor was kind of kind of off, but... I didn't notice Isn't it. Isn't that Mark Ruffalo's natural olive green yeah, he's skin? kind of a green color. <laughs> he's kind of Ruffalo, Ruffalo is Italian for greeny. He is. How uh, was your day? See. I don't know. It was a little Ruffalo. Ruffalos <laughs> have ridges. I think the panel's observations that Agent Coulson is using a life model decoy when he is killed by Loki are probably accurate. I think he's dead. Because Whedon has stark referencing about the life model decoy earlier when Coulson is, you know, talking. But that's, but that's such a but, that's such a Tony Stark throwaway, though, because it is. he uses life model decoys. And Nick Fury lose, uses life model decoys. So that's just kind of a tie-in to the greater Marvel Universe. Jimmy and I uh, came, to, came to this conclusion. We're of a like mind on this. Yeah. We want Coulson to be dead. Yeah, we don't want him to come back. If his body comes back, make him come back as it's, vision. Other than that, leave it alone. No, because his death would be meaningless. It's an mm-hmm. it's an important death. It's an important aside death. aside from the Nick Fury is a lying sack of shit bit. Anyway. I want to really. I, and, and he when, is going to beat the hell, hell out of you. When, really when, think and, about that scene where when they, has they bring Whedon, him back. When has Whedon brought anybody back? Buffy was supernatural, and Angel was supernatural, and Spike was supernatural. But when he kills characters on his shows, they tend to stay I'm dead. I'm just saying, not necessarily. We, because because Fred was not supernatural, and she came back as a t- but, entirely different character but that wasn't in Fred. the same body. <laughs> that was not Fred. I mean, I we're... we're you know, we can kiss that up as much as we want to, to this, you know, as we record this. We don't know if Whedon's doing the sequel or no. not. But I just, I can't imagine the scene where Colson walks around Did the corner. Did you see what's happening going, to the economy in, England, in, in Europe right now? 
That's because they're draining all of their finances to pay Whedon for the next event. <laughs> no, I just I can't imagine that scene. We're like, yeah. oh, are we just kidding? No, no I don't think I it's going to happen. Right. If it happens, it'll happen in one of the other movies that no, Whedon doesn't have any control. I read of. I read Cody's letter before I went to go and see it for the third time, mm-hmm. and I have an answer for this one here. I'm wondering if Whedon missed something in the editing or if it was on purpose. When Fury is telling Cap and Stark about creating the Avengers in- initiative, Stark's arc reactor is not glowing. Nor is it glowing when he is threatening Loki. But it is glowing when Stark is telling Banner it's a terrible privilege to have it in his chest. I know the answer to this one. It's not glowing when he's near a window and it's daytime. It's too bright. You can't see it. That's all. Oh, look at that. That's all. Okay. Okay. It's that simple. And this one I really disagree with on. Uh, I felt Stan Lee should have been the security guard that gave Banner the new set of clothes. Fact, oh, no. No, no. because no. No, it required somebody who could act. You and can't that, Somebody that, who acted yeah. in way too many lines. And one that, of, the, and one I, of the best parts in the movie, honestly. And that actor, that actor is Harry such a straight-up say. Harry Dean Stanton needed that because yeah. that was that is now my favorite line replacing uh, some of his lines from Repo Man. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> An alien. You can't, give, Jones, you can't give Stan Lee more than one line. No. Yeah. True. No, he just can't act. I mean, to to this, it's become the stamp that it has to be in there. You know, it's it's kind of the little like, signature. But when that when you and I were sitting next to each other watching it for the first time, and Stanley goes, you know, oh, superheroes in New York, whatever. I you went, oh, I did too. I absolutely did. Yeah, too. but it was at the Terry end. It was a throwaway. Audibly scene. groaned. I um, I love Stanley, but I don't want him in my movies nope. because he pulls me out of them. Yeah, right. and this is. But at least it was at the end where but, you're you're, you're but, kind of wrapping. And I up. think Favreau did the Stanley cameos very very well. He did. He, he didn't have any play, lines. Having him play Larry King or Hugh Hefner yeah, was no funny. lines. Yeah. That was good. But I will say this that. Probably the Avengers Stanley cameo, I think, was okay. Even though he made me groan, I it's, thought they handled it well. That's how I explained to the kids uh, who Stanley was. Uh, you know, the kids at the Seth. Yeah, um, the ones that come in for the big bites. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like, two words, like, by the way. It's not Stanley. Like, so it's he, Stan I'm like, he's a guy that Lee. <laughs> he's a guy that created all these. Uh, all the Marvel or co-created, you know, I mm-hmm. do it all. Took credit but, for, but it took credit for, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, and they're just like, oh, okay. It's like, you know, that annoying old man that shows up in every single Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah, that's him. And they're like, oh, Mister B. <laughs> Thanks. I, I said I didn't now. know Scott Pierce was in the movie. Oh, <laughs> annoying old I, man. I, no, I didn't say the annoying old man in I, sports I, gear. I love it. I love his cameos. <laughs> so I liked it in bitch. Thor. Did it work? That was great. Who is that annoying old man? Um, the, the less lines he has, the better. You know, he's yeah. actually, he's almost annoying in Ultimate Spider-Man as well as I, the janitor. I think he is annoying. Oh, he's awful. I don't what? understand, true believers. Eh? What's going on, Peter? Where's my medicine? Chipotle. You kids these days hiding out in your locker. <laughs> what are you kids doing here on a Saturday? Yeah. All right. Get off my lawn. And Mexico. This one is from Jason. Jason, hey Jason. Hey, Jason. Hi, Jason. I have a dilemma I hope the panel can help me with. He put the panel in parentheses. I wonder why. Because <laughs> uh, we're not real. That's not because... those, uh, actually, Carrie, those are called uh, quotation marks. Oh, that's right. Parentheses. <laughs> those are parentheses. Okay. okay. I'm sorry, Mr. B. I learned from you. Okay. Uh, how's he doing on a CRT now? I'm terrible. Okay. You got... I thought a rock was a living thing. Anyway. <laughs> it's a pebble. Only pebble. Right. pebble. Hey, the Yardek is Jesus. a living rock. Yardek. 
I have a problem that I hope the panel can help me with. Maybe give me some advice. Oh, you, you contacted well, you the, right, the right place, now, dummy. Does yeah. this have to be? Do we have to be? Dis- do we have to be discreet? Or can well, we talk about his sexually transmitted disease? Well, the question the he has about is his is his wife. Oh, oh no, oh, never God. mind. He does this not have an place. STD. This is the he place. He does not have an STD. I promise. My wife, when I first met her. She hated everything geek, comic mm, books, mm. Uh, fantasy, sci-fi novels, mm. video games, etc. In the past couple of years, though, she has opened up a geekiness thanks to The Walking Dead. Uh, oh, that's a, that's that's a good gateway. That it is. Harry Potter and uh, there's, a, there's a couple. The of Wizard. Them. She came to me about three months ago. Told me she wanted to start buying The Walking Dead action figures. Uh-huh. I was absolutely stunned and overjoyed. She also has started uh, reading actual comic books. We hunted down every figure from the Series 1 for both the TV and the comic series. After days of driving and going to local comic book stores and Barnes and & Nobles and all that, we, we finally had them all. We got home that night with our new toys, and that's when all my joy turned to shit. Why? Because you bought a whole bunch of fucking McFarlane action figures. She tells me that I cannot open these toys and that they need to stay in their cases Mm. and that one day they will be worth some big bucks. No, No, they won't. They won't be. I tried convincing her to open them up, but she won't budge. I need some advice. She's a noob. Help me. Um, Have you considered playing for the other team? Because probably if you had a gay lover, you wouldn't do that. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) No, Uh, if if you're... McFarlane figures... Okay, here's the downside of it. The McFarlane figures do tend to be produced in shorter runs. They do tend to appreciate rather well his monster line that he did in the mid-90s is actually worth a ton of money. However... But... Play with your toys. Yeah, oh, play with your, your toys. toys well, and yeah. play with. Oh, is, oh, and by the way, if, if your retirement package real fast is is toys, yeah, you're in you're deep fucked. shit. Exactly. <laughs> well, well, and and did she pick up the TV series and yeah. both? And, both, both. Go to a Toys R Us. Yes. Can't find the TV series Walking Dead figures, but you can find those comic book ones on right. clearance. Which yes, yeah, the, and you can get Michonne, the coolest character in the entire series, anyway. Yeah, so. they're they're on clearance. Yeah, um, open those up because if even if they did in a perfect world appreciate in value, mm-hmm. you paid what five bucks for them? No, how much are they now? Seven, ten, twelve. Okay, 10 bucks. Twelve. You paid. Yeah. Let's say round it off. Ten dollars. No, you're you paid, like one of those rich people that don't know how much no. bread costs. You, <laughs> 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 so last time, last wait, time, Shannon, wait, you paid for bread? <laughs> last time that's I actually funny. saw cash, that's toys were going for $5 each. I was going to say, it's very interesting that you would bring that up because, you know, Wonder Bread brings me bread every because I talk about them on the show. Um, Here's your weekly bread, Mr. Jackson. Yeah, yeah the, the cast of The Walking Dead actually brought Carrie his action figures. <laughs> he just has them in the closet, just the entire cast of Walking Dead's in there. Oh, I haven't even opened them. Carl, get back in the closet, Carl. Carl's coming outside. So, <laughs> all right, twelve dollars. Yeah, you know, I am the one percent. Five dollars um, over minimum wage. Uh, twelve. So twelve dollars. Yeah, your action figures twelve dollars. Let's say it doubles in price. Say triples. Triples. Yeah. Well, it's no, still, congratulations, yeah. you have a $36 action figure. Yeah, Wonderful. Yeah. And guess yeah. what? Every other asshole on eBay is yeah. going to be trying to exactly. sell this Exactly. That's yeah. the biggest problem with the action figures right now is yeah. the speculators out there buy this shit up, and then they hoard it, and then mm-hmm. you, go on, you go on eBay and exactly. you watch this stuff. And, and uh, for instance, the Marvel Universe figures, when we started – 
when when they said, okay, well, the Marvel Universe figures are coming out, all of the Marvel Legend Build-A-Figure Sentinels were mm-hmm. all of a sudden jacked up to 150 yeah. bucks because that's what they're waiting for. They're waiting for something to get hot. They know Walking Dead is one of those gateway shows, and they know it was a gateway comic as well. because gateway people drugs. Yeah, it's, it's a gateway into all this other shit. So zombies are hot right now. Walking Dead is a hot show, huge hot show, huge hot comic. So the speculators ran out and snatched everything up. And so, yeah, yeah you're sitting but, on action figures that every collector yeah, everybody else but, is sitting on. But, you, yeah, you can sit there with an action figure and say it's worth $50. It's Sweet. only worth $50 if someone will pay it. Yeah. Yeah. And we tell the uh, seven, worth only well, something will, we, we have a cautionary it. tale. Yeah. We have a cautionary tale. The tale of the 1701 Picard figure. Right? Yes. Playmate, oh, Playmates, God. Playmates Toys on the, uh, what was it, the 20th anniversary of Star Trek, said, okay, we're going to make a 1701 action figure of the captains that have been out. So, But the only one that we really knew about was Picard. And, well, I, and it what was, does that mean? They, they made only... 1,701, which is the, the serial number on oh, okay, the Enterprise. Okay. They made 1701 of those figures. So what ends up happening is every geek that I knew hit the road. We didn't have yeah. cell phones at the time. We there's, no way, there's no way to really do this shit. It's like we had a good network. We'd run to a pay phone and call whoever was home to coordinate <laughs> activities with everybody else. Yeah. So there was probably three weeks of just running to every fucking store on the Wasatch Front looking for an elusive 1701 figure. Strangely, only one person got one. Who was it? You. Was it me? <laughs> yes, it was you. Do uh, I still have it? Yeah, I think you do. God. Yeah, I don't think it's worth it. Is it anything. next to my pile of money? But those things were going. Yeah, it's next to your, <laughs> it's, 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 it's in your coin vault where next you swim every night. Yeah, with his diving board. <laughs> it's, right next, it's right next to no, that $17 Carrie, loaf of this bread. Is also, this is also during the period of time where Carrie was paying guys at Toys R Us to call him whenever I they was. found new figures. I was. I so was. He, he, seriously, out of all the geeks That's I know, that hunted this. That figure, if you went on all the toy, uh, all the toy logs and everything, for probably three or four months afterwards, was selling for seven, eight hundred bucks. While everybody was out trying to find it, now I'm pretty sure you could pick it up for maybe six dollars. Probably, yeah. It's, it's Actually, so Harry should not bring be your financial. And then look at the stability. shit that's been reproduced. Like I collected all the Mego Star Trek figures when I was a kid. I still have the Mego figures I had when I was a kid, and now they've done reproductions out of uh, of the original molds. Mm-hmm. Out of a better plastic that doesn't yeah. break as easy, because as Jeff knows, uh, Spock's knee joint blows out exactly. real easy. Oh, I thought you were going to say his ears broke off. <laughs> no, they're no, they're molded to his head. They're well, mold- I mean, the one time that I ever made money off of a, a comic book or, or or an action figure was I found that uh, the the original Marvel toys, not not the original, like the shitty toy biz ones. But when they were good, the, mm-hmm. the, Marvel, the other Marvel Legends, yeah, and line. the Marvel Legends, the original Marvel Legends, right, and right. I was the, the, and the I was six inch ones, yeah, and I was walking through uh, Crossroads Mall, and I went to the video game store that was in the basement, and I found the fucking the the Chase figure, yeah, the Wolverine without the mask, yeah, right, 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 and, and I that's was like, what you look for, it. You well, look and for I was very- like, and I was like, holy shit, and you know what I immediately did. Opened it. Put it on eBay. Oh, did you? No, I was, right away. The only sold time I ever... And, time. I, and I sold it for, to some idiot in Canada for $350. See, I'll Be- say the only time I've ever made money on a toy that way more than I paid for it. Actually, this one I got for free. It was when they were giving out the toys for... Uh, it was Luke Skywalker in the Jedi Knight cloak mm-hmm. at, at, the, at the movie. At the special yep. editions. Yep. Sure. And I, I'll never forget. I got mine. The guy in front of me, I heard him talking. He goes, these things are fucking stupid. I go, I'll give you five bucks for it right now. 
gave it to me for five bucks, sold them both for 150 each. Yeah. yeah. No, these things were hot. But nine times out of ten, the shit you find at Toys R Us, exactly. you're not really going to make money. Speculators, because there's always a guy who's paying a guy to look for the collectible shit. Exactly. Yeah. I, I made like... money off of Star Wars figures when Kenner first relaunched the Star Wars line in 95. They made the lightsabers too long, and so yeah, was, and, yeah. and and then they remodeled or they remolded them all. Now I was at the local; it was Fred Meyer, now it's Smiths again. But uh, I was in their toy department and found five Obi Wan Kenobi's with the long lightsabers. I bought them all for five bucks each, and just happened to be going to a toy show, and I sold them for forty dollars a pop. Yeah. Now that's the kind of shit that doesn't happen. If you're if you're a collector and you're buying it to collect, collect it because I mean, if we had the camera here, uh, we could show Carrie's awesome Marvel Universe set over there. He's got all those figures out. Now, you and I both had hundreds of action figures on card that we never even touched. Yeah. And there just came a day where we're just like, you know what? It's this stupid. shit's too it's cool. It's stupid. We're opening them. Yeah. And it takes up too much space. Yeah. I mean, that, <laughs> and the fucking Moon Knight figure. That is yeah. so cool. That's cool and thing. that's the reason you should open these Walking Dead figures yeah. is you've got that one with the opening jaw. But I'll yeah. tell you Very this. Cool it is action. McFarlane, and you, you do have a fair degree of, of buyer's remorse. If there was one toy line that I wouldn't really take out of a package, or if I did, I would find a place to safeguard them. McFarlane uses a substandard plastic that is so brittle it, it'll snap like you won't believe. Uh, yeah. but, I, but I'm re- re- remember the wild things are mm-hmm. toys I'm mm-hmm. where you took them out of the packaging and their ankles would break. Yep, hundred percent with Carrie though. Let's say you spend a hundred bucks, triples in price. You can sell for three hundred. Really, I'd rather have fun with the toys. Yeah, you guys can. You guys can. You know, you're. Yeah. you're it sounds like you're a relatively young couple. You've been together a little bit of time now, and you can you can get out your cool Walking Dead figures and put them up on the mantelpiece. And uh, when you two are, are like have been married for fifty years, you can put your Walking Dead figures up on your on your uh, anniversary cake. And that's uh, seriously. Yeah, open, and you can put balloons on your house. Off. My wife and I. My wife and I. She was the one that actually led me down the path of opening action figures because I never opened them. And the Tick cartoon had been out for a couple of weeks, and mm-hmm. all these really cool Tick action figures came out. And she said, "I want these for our wedding cake." Oh, and nice. so we had the tick and Arthur on our wedding cake because it just it was funny, you know. And those and those figures were cool. And from that point on, I've, and I've always, which one were you? I was obviously Arthur. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and and of course, when you open your toys, you got to smell that plastic. You got to smell that oh, paint. God, it's intoxicating. Mm. Yes. First thing, you crack it. You can mm. you can tell the PVC blend on a good Hasbro action figure. Damn right. <laughs> I just want to know if the guys from the toy stores did you let them go in your money room and like turn on the fan and let them grab? Yeah. His, you mean my dad? Thirty seconds. You mean like a fan booth? You mean, <laughs> no, that's not a fan booth. That's actually the money tube that yeah. brings the money in. My nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. <laughs> <laughs> he let him have a tug off his twenty-two dollar gallon of milk. <laughs> this is my billion-dollar bill. <laughs> All right, you got um, change. Uh, here's our uh, Carrie's car got dirty. He's got to go buy a new one. <laughs> <laughs> here's our next letter from uh, Russell. It's it's Russell Wong, but maybe it's Wang. Garrett Wang, Garrett Wong. All right, look it up. Um, this is we are not going to pronounce that correctly, and you cook till you come in and tell us how it's done. Until it's done. Uh, Russell Wong. Take, take that, Arya Giovanni. I'm going to Comic-Con for the first time. I'll see you there, motherfucker. (laughs) Well, it'll be his first con ever. Any tips? Anything I need to know to get the most out of the experience? I do have a good tip. Go to the I really after, do. Go to the after parties. Go to the after parties. Yeah, well, the after parties are actually right. where it's at. Uh, San Diego at night when the sun goes down. Holy shit, that place becomes fun. Oh, but San so Diego's fun. a nice town, but there's too many fucking vampires. Yeah, they're weird. <laughs> That's San Dimas, stupid. Uh, oh, sorry. No, but actually, tip, tip for Comic-Con, though, because the first time I ever went, I looked at the program, and I was like, holy shit, I want to see that. I want to see this. I want to yeah. see that. I want to see that. I want to see this. I want to see this. 
Not going to happen. Nope. Put your expectations low. Pick a location that you'll stay in all day. Yeah. Either Hall H, Ballroom 20, or you might be able to kind of go in room 6As and 6Bs and all there on, on the on the, See, the I, west side. I disagree with you 100%. I don't at all. You, you were, well, you I don't disagree with you. Why would you disagree with yourself, dum dum? <laughs> it's dingus. <laughs> you dingus? You dingus? I yeah, say dingus. walk around and look at shit. Like, I, there's I, a lot I, to no, look you at. Can. I'm just saying, cosplay you want... girls alone are no, worth the price I think of you're misunderstanding. No, I do no, think you're I misunderstanding of... him. No, Shannon, you're completely misunderstanding me because I do agree that you can walk around and go on the floor. I'm just saying, if you want to go see panels, you have to choose yeah. a location. You do. Yeah, if, well, if it's panels, you have to. You have to decide whether it's hall decide H or what's whatever. most important to although, you. Yeah. Although, although. I saw the panels I wanted to see. Yeah, and and you could go on one of the websites later, Comic Book Resources, Newsarama, and watch. Read, read a recap or watch the the video. Excuse and me, not... sir. Are you suggesting someone read? What? <laughs> and, and guess what? You won't have to sit for fucking hours in, in line. Those... My biggest tip yeah. for you is do not buy anything from the collector's room until Sunday. That, uh, right? that, was my, that really was my next Agreed. unless yeah. unless though unless it's something like a unless like an exclusive or something really, yeah unless it's exclusive or something you really really want yeah that's true yeah. because if it's but the exclusives but, do sell out quick but like Shannon you got like you can a find badass Hulk statue I got that, that great Hulk statue on that last day yeah it was oh, like and, a quarter, oh, and, and that guy was trying to discount more stuff he was, yeah he was well, yeah. giving it away was he uh, made out of flubber no no it was a, like a seven hundred dollar statue I know I think Ch- I got it for China bucks. China this year she's given blowjobs for like thirty five bucks is, she'll do them for twelve on Sunday awesome so. uh, but I will say are you, are you you're giving must, her a blowjob no no <laughs> you must you must uh, find out about the parties. Go parties to the parties. Go to the parties. Yeah, because you know, I I really like the con, but at a certain point, there's so many fucking people in there. Oh. You're just like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And uh, I'll tell you what, those True Blood parties. Holy shit! Holy shit! Thank you, HBO. I, I will say, <laughs> I've been going for up. five years now. That was the only year I've ever seen an open party that was like that. So they're a little bit harder. What the True Blood one? Yeah, the True Blood. I mean, that was the best part of that year. And oh, I've shit. never seen it open to the public party and, like and that. And it just kept moving around. Yeah. And, uh, free booze. And that Euro's Carnival, too? Yeah. Oh, and uh, food-wise, Broken Yolk Cafe is, oh, shit. is delicious. The chili omelet. Oh, my Holy just, shit. Except yep. for last year when my uh, taco truck was open. Just don't yeah. yell. Just don't yell at Rob Van Dam as he's walking by you because he'll get really mad. All right. <laughs> but, but do yell at Thomas Jane. He's a good guy. If you see Thomas <laughs> Jane... Tell, tell him Charity says hey to his cock. And you can yell That's at right. me if you want to. Yeah, look for uh, look for uh, Jimmy there. Okay, here's one for, uh, it says it's for Shannon, but maybe I think we can all help. But okay. specifically for Shannon, because it's about Superman. What's your favorite Superman? <laughs> Great. I haven't, read, I haven't read many comic books in my life, and I've never really been a fan of Superman at all. He is, what, you communist? He, is, he has become sort of a cliche among superhero lore. Yeah. I understand that it wasn't cliche at the time of his creation, but nowadays just about every other superhero has super strength, super speed, super flying, heat vision, invincibility, x-ray vision, ice breath, so etc. they're the cliches, but anyway, go ahead. They are, yeah, you could say that. He simply seems to super, and his only weakness is a rock. There may be more to it, but like I said, I've never really been a big fan. And so magic. please, so please excuse my my lack of knowledge on the topic. Yeah, it's even, like even Lino from Thundercats kicks Superman's ass. It's like how Scott jokes the Green Lantern is incredibly strong, but throw a pencil at him and he's done for. Anyway, oh, this guy's a listener. Are are there any comics that you would recommend that could maybe change my opinion about him? I feel like I've never really given him or comics for that matter a chance. And was simply wondering if there was one out there that you could recommend so I could kill two birds with one stone. So a Superman comic 
that will make him like Superman and like comics. <laughs> like, what he's asking you, for this a, is not a very comic difficult book. Has thing. He seen the Action movie? comics. Has he seen the first <laughs> Superman movie? I don't know if he I has. Think, he I think there, there was a there was a great Elseworlds one. Was it the Nail where they where they actually where Superman wasn't part of the Justice League and everything was yeah, just nail- absolute shit until the end when they found this Amish farm boy that just happened to be invulnerable to everything. Uh, <laughs> Red Sun is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, uh, what, what, now, about, what about uh, Straczynski's Earth One? I was say Earth One. I was say Earth One. I'm trying to think. Um, Red Red Sun is the one where he, instead of landing in Kansas, he lands in Russia. Yep. Yes. So yeah. Like, where, whereas the nail, he lands in Amish yeah. farm country. So there never was it's, a Superman. It's like a what if. Yeah. And uh, then uh, Red's uh, uh, Earth One. Earth, Earth, Earth One, one which is the one that I I read that I really liked. Frank Miller's Dark Knight Returns. I, mean, I was going to see, if you wanna see what too. Superman is all about. That was my suggestion. And he's actually the big bad in that because. That that's that's the point he ends up taking is that the, he the works hero- he works for the government right he's the one who enforces the no capes law he breaks he broke Green Arrow's arm so he can't pull back his bow did he, did he break it or no did he, he tore it off, it off. <laughs> he ripped it off <laughs> he ripped it off he's tomato tomato no no seriously Green Arrow off. hanging yeah. from his knees from a fire escape firing his bow and with his teeth do you remember his line just be, he says it's just because it still hurts when it rains sometimes. <laughs> Yeah. All right. That's the one we're recommending. Uh, no, no, and, uh, yeah. But no, there's more. There's Frank uh, Miller's The Dark Knight Returns. Dark Knight Arrow. Uh, <laughs> oh, shit. Um, I'd like to make you more of a Batman fan. Uh, but, yeah. S- yeah. Superman Secret Identity by Kirk, Kirk Busiek yes. and, and Stuart Immerman. Okay. Um, and watch all 11 seasons of Smallville. No. No. <laughs> and then you will never like comic books or Superman, ever. <laughs> oh, well, uh, a Man for All Seasons. Wasn't that the one that uh, that uh, Loeb and Sale did? Yes. Yeah. A man for all seasons. I, I, I'm it, sorry. I just people that are that are like he's too fucking powerful. Do not get the point of fucking Superman. That's actually the point. Yeah. It of is Superman. the point because yeah. he is too powerful, and he it could all goes, it all rule goes back the to world. That crash test dummy song. Right. It what? does. What. Oh, the Superman song. It's Superman never made any money saving the world from Solomon Grundy. The whole song is actually about, you know, that, like that he, he, could have... he never made he never made a fucking penny as a reporter, even though he could have broken into any bank at any time. It's actually a really good song about Superman. Uh, it's, it's one of, but the, and at one and, point, and, he and wants to just go hang out with Tarzan because Tarzan's got a better gig. <laughs> so, okay. But, no, but it, 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 that's the thing that people don't get about Superman. And, and it, it's he is so powerful, but he's got an... Uh, internal compass, mm-hmm. good moral code. Good moral code that was in, you know, and he just wants to do what's right. Yep. And I don't know. I, and which except, I that's, except, actually, that's actually his greatest hindrance. I would yeah. I would say that Superman, if he were human, mm-hmm. if he were human, not Kryptonian, and had all those powers, he wouldn't be a good person. Mm-mm. Unless he was raised. Because I don't have faith in the human race. Unless he was raised by the John. Amish. And, and Martha, Martha, Kent. And Martha, and Martha Kent. Kent. I'm telling you right now, those people are the two heroes of the Superman and, uh, mythos. And except I would that, except I, I I agree with everything you're saying. It's yeah. giving me something to think about. But the, but I, but the other the, but the problem is that I think at least for me that there's no suspense if you know he's going to win. He doesn't win. But he doesn't always win. No. I mean, he. In fact, he sometimes he forces himself to lose because he follows that fucking code. I thought yeah. he died once. Well, yeah, that was bullshit. <laughs> I would also uh, send it was this. He had a mullet. I would also send this guy to the 
Superman's speech from Kill Bill 2. Mm-hmm. Mm. If you really want to get into what Superman is about really, I think that speech nails it. Which is why I still think that the person that should make a Superman movie is Quentin, Quentin Tarantino. Because he gets it. What his take on Superman is, is that uh, uh, Su- uh, Spider-Man is Peter Parker. Uh, you know, Captain Batman America, Bruce Wayne. Batman Bruce Wayne. But when Superman wears his cape and tights... That's who he is. Mm. He disguises himself as Clark Kent. As Clark, yeah. Kent. Clark Kent is his interpretation of all of us. Right. We're clumsy. We're weak. <laughs> you know? That's the take on Superman that I would love to see. Yeah. And we I make think poor it's poor choices. Look. We go to work for newspapers. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. Uh, let's uh, let's uh, get through these uh, really quick here because uh, there's a whole bunch of them. Um, Steve Shank wants to know, Aquaman versus Superman in a fight in waist-high water, go! Superman. Superman. Don't, don't <laughs> unless, care. Unless there's, unless there's an eclipse or they're on another planet where there isn't a yellow sun. There you, there go. you go, buddy. I think, I think Aquaman will just make sure. Oh, Superman by the way, Steve him. Shank, congratulations on the new baby. He's my friend on Facebook. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, way to go. Uh, let's see. Uh, here's something that I get asked a lot, actually. Um, this is from Arlen. Um, will Marvel do a crossover film like X-Men versus Avengers? Uh, not, no. Yeah. This is something a lot of people don't don't understand, and it's one of those inside Hollywood things. Um, there are certain Marvel characters that were sold to other studios. studios. Fox, Sony and Fox. Fox owns most of them. Fox owns most of the X-Men. X-Men, yeah. Mutants. And, 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 X-Men, you know? X-Men and Daredevil. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Sony has Sony has Spider Man and Ghost Rider and Ghost Rider. Fantastic Four is Fox. Fox. So any character that is considered a Fantastic Four character can't be in a Marvel movie necessarily. And uh, like the the big question mark right now was, does Marvel have right to Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch because they're mutants, mm-hmm. but they were Avengers? So that's the big question mark: is hmm. do they have the rights to that? And I guess it's whoever moves first. Yeah. But so there won't be an X Men nope. versus Avengers. The long and short answer is God, I wish so. Well, I mean, cool. you'd have to get Disney and Fox to work together to actually make an Avengers versus X Men movie. Which is which won't you'd have to put so many egos aside, well, which is well, not going to happen well, in L.A. But Disney can play with studios, which is how that's they true. Can, they can work with Paramount on Avengers. Fox is not a good citizen and will not play well with others. There is, there is, it's not unprecedented because because, uh, uh, Roger Rabbit is an example of that. Mm -hmm. Warner Brothers owned all those Looney Tunes characters, Mm -hmm. but they worked with Disney to make this this great movie. Yeah. So it's not unprecedented, and maybe if they were smart, they actually, would. Fox is actually, busy hacking a ton people's of movie, cell phones. Right? It's true. A ton of movie companies work together for uh, Roger Rabbit, because like Popeye and shit was it. Oh, yeah, exactly. There, right? Exactly. That's what, Universal? It, it, could, it, it could happen, but I mean, even if it was just a quick flyby, even if it was just like Spider-Man swung by, you know, that that I think would make a lot of people come unhinged. Mm-hmm. But, but to make an actual, like, you know, you own these characters, we own these characters. Let's to do, work yeah, well, before that happens, I think you might end up seeing the new Avengers hit where, where you have Wolverine and Spider-Man. If they're ever going to make that happen, that's the mm-hmm. only way it's going to happen. But yeah. I, I don't see it. Yeah. It's a lot of legalities. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Keith Norton asks, what sci-fi book had the most impact on you growing up or even now? No, Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hit, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. That's the same. For you? Uh, Red Dwarf. Highland Starship Troopers. And Lord, Lord of the Rings for you. Uh, for me, it was the uh, the book version of uh, Star Trek, the motion picture, 
because I learned all about pheromones. All right. Uh, <laughs> and, and that even Gene Roddenberry thought Kirk and Spock, there was a gay. Yep. Mine and, was and the, even uh, addressed in it. The novelization of Phantom Menace. It was so good. Mine was the novelization of the Blues Brothers. It was actually pretty cool. <laughs> Top Gun. Really? There was a novelization? <laughs> yeah. novel- written, written by Miami Mitch Miller. <laughs> a very famous uh, pulp novelist. Wow. And it's, it's, Mitch it, Miller, the yeah. music guy from Miami the Miami Mitch Miller. No, different guy. Uh, let's see. Um, this is uh, Katrina in, uh, in um, not the U.S. What show can those not in the U.S. Oh, watch it? online that fill the gap left by Battlestar Galactica? Is it Katrina with a K? Katrina with a yeah, K. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, so Katrina. she's done with BSG. She needs something to fill the void. What should she watch? Uh, well, Walking Dead. Firefly. 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 You watch Firefly, yeah. 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 Always good. Uh, Brady Thompson writes, can this next Batman movie live up to its predecessor? Sure, w- why not? Will yeah. it be blown out of the water by Avengers, or will it be a contender for hit of the summer? Jimmy I'm not Martin. sure I understand I, how, how the Avengers can blow Batman out of the water. I just don't get it, because they seem so different to me. I think it's just money-making. This, I, yeah. I, think, I think Batman's far enough away from Avengers oh, that it, it, it's going to make dude, huge Dude, Avengers money. comes out on Blu-ray in September. Right. I mean, like, we're talking right. two months from there. You know? National right. holiday. Yeah. It's like it's like uh, we were saying after the uh, after the Avengers movie. Everyone says, uh, well, gee, Batman better uh, be good. No. Iron Man 3 better, better be, be good. good. Yeah. Have yeah. you noticed, though? Since, That's where the pressure is. Since the movie came out, since the Avengers came out, there's like this whole huge divisive thing like fuck you batman no, no. fuck you avengers you know what? I don't batman's going to be awesome the movie the superhero well, movie i'm worried about keep... this summer is spider-man because yeah, that movie, Spider-Man's got more to worry about. That, that's sure. the movie that's, that's like, okay, cool. We like Spider-Man, and and the fight scenes look awesome. The the you know the kid actually makes a good Peter Parker. That movie, seriously, it's no, got to go up against it, Avengers and it's, Batman. Yeah, it's standing there going, notice me, <laughs> don't well, switch me. Hey guys, and for, hey for, guys. For Dark Knight, though, I mean, or Dark Knight Rises, I mean, it's the conclusion of a three chapter series. Yes. I mean, that's both, why I'm both, excited for it. I want to see how he's closing. Can, this. I, can I tell you another problem that the uh, Spider-Man has? What? Is the kids at the Sev are just confused by it because oh. it's too close to the other ones. It's too close to the other yeah. ones, and they just don't understand. They're like, uh, "I had a kid say to me, why isn't Peter Parker in it?'" Ah, oh, Weird. oh, this could be a problem. Just yeah. tell them like, that. Seriously, it's, just tell them the other guy died, just like when they had to replace. They the were like, board. "Why isn't Peter Parker See, in it?" And I've I've just been kind of on the fence about it. I'm all in now because of the uh, the latest trailer that came out where he's. He's Badass. rescuing. He's rescuing the, the little kid, yeah, yeah. and he tells the kid, "Put on my mask; it'll make you strong." I went, "I'm in! I'm yeah, in! Yeah. I'm in!" Yeah. I think it's got that, that wasn't what you sounded like. That wasn't what you sounded like. It was. I'm in. <laughs> no, seriously, like <laughs> I'll nine, make myself nine strong. and ten year olds who have watched all those movies over and over and over, you over again. Well, you got a point. Three. And, and, and let me just say, this is this will uh, demonstrate whether Dark Knight Rises gets to Avengers levels. This, if, it oh, depends sorry. on the movies that surround its release. Avengers, as much as we loved it, benefited. Had nothing. Had no competition. Nothing. Nothing. Had no competition whatsoever. That's true. That's true. Well, what were the two following? Dark what, Shadows. What, weren't there movies that moved Dark away Shadows. from Avengers, though? There were. Dark um, Shadows, Battleship. And Men in Black 3. Yeah. Yeah. Since it, it had, had no, no competition. Had no competition. All right. This one for Lee. Just got back into fantasy books. I've started with Game of Thrones and Forgotten Realms, hoping that there are some other recommendations you have. Go. Oh, wow. Fantasy books? Cameron Anderson. Uh, uh, I would say stay away from the Sword of Truth books because the first three are awesome and then every other book sucks. Okay. Uh, Robert Jordan died and was uh, then ghostwritten for the last of the Wheel of Time books. 
And uh, so those are done. What, that, was that, that one that you always talked about that actually I'd like to read now because I'm that? back. That, uh, Hunger Games. No, not no. the Hunger Games. About the, like, there was like the, the crazy guy and the stuff. And, no, oh, okay. Well, that, that really narrows uh, The crazy down. guy and the stuff. Uh, well, and then, well, there's, then there's the Dresden Files. If you, right. uh, you want to read a book, uh, the thing with Dresden Files, there isn't a single one of those that's over maybe four or 500 pages. And that one's a blast because it's the other magic Harry. So okay. uh, it's Harry Dresden, professional wizard. And he's in the Chicago phone book, and uh, he actually fights and vampires it, and werewolves. And he's and, like a private detective. He's a private detective. Right. Terrible television series. Don't watch um, it. Exactly. And find Michael Moorcock's Elric books. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Final question. Can you recommend a good nacho? Well, the ones at the 7-Eleven are delicious. I would, say the, <laughs> I would say the vegan nachos, it'll be at Fresh. Oh, sorry. How about Nacho Libre? <laughs> So apparently, no, we cannot recommend. Uh, I would say, I would say the sign, the sign of an amazing nacho. There used to be a place here that's no longer here, that uh, that that actually uh, put enchilada sauce on the nachos mm. before they put them into the into the broiler for a minute. Mm. It was La Salsa, uh, but they're gone oh, now. And they made yes. a, they made an amazing nacho. So no, uh, right. goddamn, Del Taco. Uh, no, Red Iguana makes a goddamn good nacho. Sure they do. Ooh. All right, I was kidding about uh, Brewies with the pulled pork. Bruvies with Bruvies the pulled pork. That's pretty good too. DVDs, Blu-rays? Thank you. All right, here we go. Uh, Sherlock Holmes, A Game of Shadows is now on a Blu-ray. I really, I really like the, the oh, you know what? I have you know not what? seen it. Guys, it was fun. the Cumberbatch Holmes is so fucking good. You guys watching well, that? This okay, is, but so, so is this. This is, yeah. I know, I know, I know it is, but <laughs> I have shit. to say that the movies, I don't even think of that as Sherlock Holmes. And I'm also saying that, because it, it's so far away from what Sherlock Holmes yeah. is. Yeah. Um, it's an action movie with a guy. Sure, I'm not, um, I'm not looking at it that, that hard. CBS has picked up a Sherlock Holmes. Yes, show? yes, it looks terrible. Well, they're, it looks uh, awful. Well, but Johnny the, Lee. Uh, but I Johnny like Lee, Johnny Lee Miller. I like Lucy both Lou. of the people in Do it. You though. like Lucy Liu? I like Lucy Liu a lot, <sighs> and I really like Johnny Lee Miller. And he's going to be a, a, kind of a drug addict. Are, are you guys? Carrie are you likes guys, Lucy Liu so much he married her. I did. Are you guys, <laughs> are you guys, are you guys watching the the Cumberbatch Holmes? The uh, second I, season. I'm, I'm getting watch it on DVD. Okay, what they've been so doing? What they've been doing? They've been going back to the original story. So they actually yeah. did the Hound of Baskervilles. Yes. Oh, the Hound of the Baskervilles, and well, they it's did that first season as well. Did they? Yeah. Well, I mean, they didn't do Hound of the Baskervilles, though, in the first no, season. No, no, but it was like, you know, the first one was something about a study in pink or right. something. Study in Scarlet. Right, study in right, no, right, right, study in Scarlet. But the way they, because I'd only read the one with the the one with the chick that they used in the first Robert yeah. Downey Jr. movie, and then I'd read Hound of the Baskervilles. Yeah. So it was amazing to me, a story set in 2012 that was so fucking faithful to a book written, hundred what, 120 years ago. I mean, all the way down to uh, Watson wrote for The Post. He, 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 he chronicled their adventures in the in the london post well now he runs a blog so there's just little parallels but it's it's phenomenal Although right. the pbs and the dude's name is benedict cumberbatch and, yeah. the, and the pbs version left out the anti-mormon stuff from the uh, the original <laughs> hound of the Baskerville. <laughs> go oh, we have a lot more to go through yes go. sorry go. Uh, ghost rider spirit of vengeance is now out yeah. yay <laughs> well, i'm gonna finally see it uh animated film superman versus the elite Oh, oh, I saw the preview for that because I finally watched Doom. Super Justice yeah. League Doom. Oh, Justice League Doom is good, no, but too. The, the Elite thing looks so cool because that's basically Superman fighting the authority, the authority. Yeah. Right? It was an allegory for the authority. It's like, and it's the perfect, like, why does Superman matter? Because he's hopeful and he's not all... Uh, cynical. Cynical so, and evil. So this would be one for that uh, Superman doubter yeah. earlier. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Uh, a true story based on Jewish people hiding in sewers from Nazi regime is in darkness. That's oh, there's good, a Teenage Mutant Ninja McTurtles. Uh, <laughs> a great film with Greg Kinnear and Alan Arkin called it, 
it's now called Thin Ice. Vice and I saw it as The Convincer. Really good film. Uh, an Asian film called Accident, which is fun. Uh, a documentary that I have a lot of... Uh, I, I like it a lot. And actually, and it's not just because I was quoted on their poster, which is fun. Uh, called Clean Flicks. So it's a documentary about uh, the Clean Mormon, Flicks. The oh, Mormon really? company yeah. called Clean Flicks that okay. would take, uh, film, you know, take films and edit them. And then make pornos later. Yeah, well, yeah. no, they would have child porn on their computers later. Great. Way to go, guys. Uh, Spider-Man Trilogy is now being re-released on Blu-ray. This is the uh, Tobey Maguire movies. You mean the ones with Peter the ones that are, in them? The kids that are 7-Eleven remember. <laughs> kids at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> so sad that he died. Yeah. Uh, Criterion Collection's got a bunch of things coming out. The Gold Rush with Charlie Chaplin. Oh. Shallow Grave. Oh, oh with love Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> and Harold and Maude. With Charlie Chaplin. Harold and Maude. <laughs> Harold and Maude is such a fun No, that's Harold Lloyd. No, that's, my, that's my wife's favorite movie. Harold and Maude? Yeah. Really? It's a great movie. Wow. That is awesome. Okay. Uh, is that because she's older than you? Yep. <laughs> Meatballs is now on Blu-ray. Meatballs. Terrible movie. Meatballs. <laughs> Terrible <laughs> fun movie. And I think, if I remember right, that Bill Murray is on the commentary. So the oh, really? really? I Ooh. think so. Okay, that would be worth it right there. Don't wow. quote me, but I believe I'm going to quote you. I'm going right. to quote you on the poster. I'm going to quote you on the poster, yeah. <laughs> quote me on the poster. Jimmy said Bill Murray did the commentary. <laughs> he lied, motherfucker. All right. Uh, Red Scorpion is now on Blu-ray. Dolph Rundgren? Dolph Rundgren. And yeah. Jim Belushi. Oh, that's so good. Uh, really? Dark Crystal slash Labyrinth is now a dual pack in the Brian Froud art edition Blu-rays. So oh. put those together. All right. He was that. one of the designers. Oh, yeah. Tosh.0 hoodies is now out. Missing season one, Scandal season one, Entourage season eight, and final season. Uh, Sarah Jane Adventures season five. Scandal is out? Sarah yeah. Jane Adventures is, is, that, a, is a that fun fast? little show. It, the, the season finale was like... Uh, Three weeks ago? Huh? That's, how, now. that's how you can tell. That's how you can tell HBO is done with that show. Because if they put it out that quick, usually they're like no, a no, year before. ABC. It's ABC. ABC. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, episode season one is now out with uh, Matt LeBlanc. I like that's, that. That's a, a funny lot. show. I, I, I like I, Matt LeBlanc. I, I gotta check funny. that out. It's really funny. Because you play it's lots of drops funny. on it from the show, right? It's really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Brad, Mel- Brad Meltzer's Decoded season two. Gene Simmons, Family Jewels season six. That's right. <laughs> I am the Dog. greatest businessman in the world. He freaks me out so much. <laughs> uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter, taking it to the streets. Uh, freak Until show. I get canceled. Uh, and a bunch of things from Comedy Central. Freak Show, the complete series is now out. What's that? Uh, it was an animated show. It, it was very funny, actually. It was, good. It, was, it was Will Arnett and David Cross. Oh, no, I remember yeah. that. That was good. And yeah. they, were, they, were a seri- they were a group of superheroes that were circus freaks. Yeah, I remember that show. That was funny. Very funny stuff. Uh, Dog Bites Man, the complete series. That is also oh, a very oh, funny it's show. It's got that Zach Galifianakis. It's got Zach, Zach Galifianakis. And, and, and he sings that song. What? What? With his fanny pack? What? What? And I can't think of. I, every time I see this guy, I always just say he's the doctor in the Hangover when he's like, uh, "It's at the corner of well, buy a map and fuck off." It's 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 <laughs> it's got a couple of people from the Upright Citizens Brigade, yes. and, yeah. and it's, it's uh, Matt Matt Walsh. Matt Walsh. Very very funny stuff. I, I'll be buying. Hilarious. I'll be buying both of those freak show. You might buy one more. What? Chocolate News, the complete series. I wasn't as, as much. Mm. It was funny, but it's not okay. as. Mm. I like David Allen Greer a lot. He is well, Dag is funny, but. And that is it. Just, right. just to tell you what scandal is. Scandal is from the creator of uh, uh, Grey's Anatomy, oh. and it's and it's. Then I, I give it a care. horrible review. Shonda Rhimes. And end up watching it because it was just hilariously bad. A friend of mine reviewed it when he reviewed it. it had the best line ever because he said it's like the West Wing populated by characters from Gossip Girl. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, Mister B, blow more ham out of the water. Ooh. No. <laughs> 
SecretCompassCollectibles.com. want to thank them for coming back on to Geek Show Podcast. Uh, we love them. They're uh, terrific. The customer service is unmatched. And uh, they got a brand new website. It's easier to lo- uh, use. It looks better. You can just search like Star Wars if you want to find a Star Wars collectible or Star Trek. It's all there. Uh, here's what they're uh, pushing right now. Brand new website. Easy to use. And there are uh, some products they want to tell you about. Star Wars The Blueprints, limited edition book from Epic Inc., 336 pages of production blueprints, droid blueprints, ship blueprints. The book itself is the size of a coffee table, and with these blueprints, you could probably make your own Death Star. Also, the uh, one one scale Heath Ledger as the Joker bust from Hollywood Collectibles Group looks like he's right there in your living room. And they are taking pre-orders for the 12-inch Uh, 12-inch 11th Doctor Who figure, limited edition figure from Big Chief. My recommendation is these 12-inch Kenner action figures by Gentle Giant. I've already got my Jawa and my 3PO and R2 are on their way. SecretCompassCollectibles.com is the website, or you can find a link on our website, SecretCompassCollectibles.com. Well, you've waited the entire episode to hear Jimmy Martin's adventures at E3. I'm back. The big gamers convention. And uh, what uh, what magical stuff did you find for us at Uh, E3? Well, this was actually the first year that I got to attend all three of the big press conferences. That's what usually kicks off the whole event. Um, Microsoft started it off. And what's cool about the three press conferences, there's always like the war of like who won. And I'll tell you right now, Microsoft did not. Um, really? No, they usually do, and but this time it was kind of weak. I mean, they started out with Halo Four, and a lot of people are excited about that one. It looks gorgeous, and this is the first time that um, the, the people who created it are not doing it. Now it's a whole new team. Oh. So, but it looks the same. It looks could good. be good, could be bad. Yeah, yeah, it could be good. It, it looks good. I'll say that They've, they're adding some some cool uh, new weapons to it, stuff like that. But they're gonna have a good time with it, I think. Um, Splinter Cell Blacklist looked really fucking cool, and. This is where, and we'll talk about it more too, is that they're starting to use more of a Kinect's voice commands that you can do, you know, to, to, involve, you, to involve you in the game. Oh, so um, not just motion, but you'll be able to say uh, knife or whatever? Well, yeah. here's the thing what you can do that they did. It's like you're sneaking around. Splinter Cell's a very stealthy game. Uh, and there's a part where you have to attract somebody. So instead of, like, you know, knocking or pressing X or whatever, you actually say, hey, you, like that. And so, and it attracts the guy over. And then you slit his throat, which is pretty badass. We can make a Predator game. Exactly, right? Over here. <laughs> Uh, and so then uh, same kind of thing uh, Joe Montana came out for Madden NFL 13 and so instead of picking your plays by you know by clicking X Y whatever like that now you say you know whatever play you want to do and and the game reads it Uh, Gears of War Judgment is coming that looks really cool in the Gears of War saga Uh, Forza Horizon is the Forza games look so fucking beautiful for racing Um, so but the the big thing that they kind of were pushing this time uh, well, I'll say this real fast because I completely disagree. There had, so Nike has signed on for training exercises, you know, for Connect. So Nike, oh, so like an exercise game? Exactly. Or, it's called yeah. Nike Plus. And uh, Nike's uh, quote is, if you have a body, you're an athlete. Uh, that's absolutely not true. Especially <laughs> at that convention. I'm right? <laughs> I have a body, sir. <laughs> I beg to differ. You are an athlete, sir. Nope. I mean, I old man parts. No, Nike decided, oh, man. No, no. Except <laughs> athlete. I was like, are you kidding me? And I was like, I hope your program knows the calorie intake of a jar of honey. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but 
because the, yeah, the, these exercise uh, games. Uh, my wife got one for Connect with that. Uh, oh, who's that chick? Uh, she's kind of mannish. Oh, is the chick on Biggest Loser? Um, yeah, yeah, Julie or Jenna. I don't yeah. know. I, know I think about she's that. hot, even though she's kind of mannish. But, you know. Yeah, but uh, yeah, and, and so I'll sit and watch her doing the whole workout thing. So they're making this for for it's, guys. Well, it, it's for everybody. I mean, it's a, and that's where I'm kind of getting to this next segment. The the biggest thing besides besides the Nike thing was Xbox Xbox Smart Glass. Now this thing. Could be cool, look kind of lame to begin with. Um, basically what it is is that Xbox can now connect to your iPad and your iPhones now. Oh. So they're like, you can read, you know, you can watch a movie on your Xbox and then, you know, commentary or whatever will come on your iPad to, like for additional info. My first reaction is, whatever happened to watching a fucking movie and like not trailing off and, you know, <laughs> reading something else while you're doing it? That's just me. Um, but then my friend leaned over and actually said, whatever I have to play a fucking game on Xbox, you know? Hey, now, hey, now, that's my box. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's all right. I, there's potential behind it. Like, one of the cool things was for Madden uh, NFL is that on your iPad, you can actually draw your own football plays. Oh, then, now that's fucking that's, cool. That's kind of cool. That's the technology that I think that you could make it fun with. So if they kind of go more that direction, then I'm, I'm more into that's it. That's so. really fucking cool now that I think about it. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not even a sports guy. Yeah. Um, I, I know what that is, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, if you were, like, a football coach, like, you could test plays, like, yeah. on this thing, essentially, you know, and see if they were worth trying on your on your actual team. Um, I think the game that kind of got me the most excited, and they're the best guest artists besides... Usher, my God, what? Usher was there to sing a song to show off the, like, the new Dance Central game. And I was like, really? Um, but the best guests were Trey Parker and Matt Stone came oh. out. See, I, I have that. You I got was, that one? I was worried that you wouldn't have no, that no. story. That was the best part of the whole thing. This is huge. Yeah. Um, the game is called South Park, the Stick of, uh, the Stick of Truth. And what's great about it is it, it looks like South Park. Like, it's total, you know... It looked like the animation, the cartoon. It looks it like, looked like the show. Episode. It's really cool. And... Uh, and what's funny about it, he's like, we had to build the city. He goes, because the game developers are like, okay, so where is, like, Kenny's house to Carmen's house? And they're like, we don't fucking know. We just cut two. Like, that. He's like we never had to walk from one to the other. Like so that. they had to build South Park. The, the town. Yeah. Like like they like the uh, the Simpsons creators had exactly. to do with those Springfield games. Exactly. Yeah. So they're like, holy shit, we never thought about that. We just had to cut two. So now they have created South Park. And the best thing about it, though, is that in the trailer, like, you can tell it's going to be a mature game because they said, we need a savior. And then Kyle says, I'll be the savior. And <laughs> Carmen Amelia types, you know, pipes up and says, Jews can't be saviors. We know that. <laughs> so It's racist. <laughs> I do not enjoy it. <laughs> so... So that's uh, that was kind of Xbox's thing. Well, I don't know if you got anything. Well, well the thing about the thing about that, uh, I watched the trailer for that and I read some details about that South Park game, and uh, it's it, it looks great. It's from that episode uh, where the, where they all dressed you know, like Cartman's a wizard and 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 it's, it's uh, kind of Lord of the Rings ish. Yeah, Lord of the Rings ish. Yeah, and and it looks like it's just going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Yeah. It's it's one I may actually participate. And in. I think it's if I remember, I think it's only a download. Like I think it's just you can download it off Xbox. No, I checked. I checked it out. I think you can get it on on other uh, formats as well. Well, I mean, like, it, well, I mean, I'm saying like you can download it on Xbox Live Arcade. Like, I don't, I don't know oh. if it's a disc or not. Oh, you know, okay. I'm not sure All about right. that. Uh, but the next one that evening was uh, Sony PlayStation, and once again, I don't know if they're still trying to apologize, but I love them for it because they have free food trucks and booze everywhere. <laughs> it's the only press conference that does that, so I took advantage of that. Um, and there's a great game that looks beautiful called Beyond coming out. 
uh, where actually Ellen Page is going to be the main character. They've you know screen captured you know motion cap and all that kind of stuff, uh, and she has. She's a character that's linked to the afterlife, and apparently, if you play this long enough, you will find out what happens beyond you know our, our realm. Oh, the secrets of life. Nice. Yeah, exactly. Okay, oh, what happens when you see, die? Now that's a video <laughs> game right there. <laughs> it becomes very religious. You, know, like, uh, you can wait six hours and then find out what happens when you die. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Assassin's Creed Three Liberation looks uh, amazing. It looks so good. Um, you know, we make fun of that game. Yeah. But it's really fun to play. Yeah, well, I, we call, call it convenient haystack. Yeah, convenient haystack. <laughs> we make fun of it, but it is really fun to play. This we was... like the Assassin's Creed games. And I, I just bought a bathrobe that looks like the Assassin's Creed uh, White oh, Hood because nice. I'm such a fucking nerd. <laughs> Jesus. I know. Um, this was a battle on the high seas. And so it's basically like, I mean, any kind of. I don't know if there really are any pirate games out there like this, but it looked badass. Like, you get into a big cannon fight. Um, I know Charity plays this one, uh, God of War. And, yeah, uh, she does. Uh, there's, a, there's one coming up. For hours! You know, coming up in a future episode, I have a study about divorce rates among gamers, so I just wanted to mention Actually, that. I encourage her to play more. <laughs> uh, so this one's called God of War Ascension, and I'll say the fucking brutal game... Uh, but the one thing that I got to see was there's like these creatures. They're basically walking elephants, and he cuts one of their brains off and rips walking it out. Walking elephants? All elephants walk. Well, on two feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Babar, no! Babar, shit! Uh, Far Cry 3 is coming out. Uh, now, Far Cry 3 has been out, but what's funny is that the developers didn't tell anybody that they had actually created two games while they were making the one. And essentially, it's the same kind of game, but it's a four-player co-op. So instead of being a one-player oh. first-person shooter, now you can play with three of your friends, which which looked fucking cool. What's happening with Pong? <laughs> it was outside. It wasn't invited. Uh, remember me? I started remember this me? Maybe we should combine two Put classics. Pong for food? No, we'll combine two classics. We'll combine Pong with Donkey Kong and call it Donkey Pong. Donkey Pong. Um, now, here's the thing. Uh, the, one, the big announcement from Sony PlayStation, and, and again, I have reservations about this one. It's called Wonder Book. I don't know if you saw this or not. It's basically this little book. I don't know. It sounds educational. Uh, uh, I don't like to talk about that stuff right now. It's basically uh, it's a book that you can you know your kids put in their laps, and then a camera reads it from the screen. And so if they're looking on the screen, it looks like the book is coming to life. Now that's kind of cool. I don't know. Read a fucking book. Um, but <laughs> well, hey, as somebody who works at a Seven Eleven, <laughs> may I say anything we can do to make reading sexy? Yeah, for kids, that's awesome. Well, it's not so much reading. I'll say that it's kind of a front because, sure enough, what's the first thing that they're going to try to get to sell this thing? Harry Potter. So J.K. Rowling has signed on to be a part of this with uh, the first game that's coming out on. It's called Book of Spells. You have like your little controllers, the wand, and the book comes to life, and you have to learn all these magic, you know, spells. Basically, well, if there's reading involved, I'm I'm down. Yeah, I, I gotta say, I'm I'm not a Potter guy, but if you were a Potter, oh, kid, that would just be fucking awesome. Yeah, it'll destroy. Like, it'll sell like crazy being uh, in the Harry Potter world. So, uh, and the last thing they showed out of it is uh, there's a developing company called Naughty Dogs. I think that's what it's called. And, <laughs> and there's a, a book coming out called the or not book. God, there's a game Damn. game coming out called The Last of Us, and it's basically if, if you ever saw Viggo Mortensen in the road. Um, it it's basically post-apocalyptic. Okay, and end, end of the world stuff. That's exactly. always good. And so that's what this one is. And it's this guy and a girl going around like abandoned buildings, and they get into this huge fight. Holy shit, is it brutal as hell? And at the very end, the guy basically puts his shotgun in the guy's mouth and fires. And that's the last thing you show. And the whole place was like, oh fuck, like that. And it just said the Last of Us. And that's where they close it, and the lights came on. And everybody's just like, that's fucking, you know, they they did it. So I cannot wait for the Last of Us. Uh, so that's it for that day. And then the next morning. 
It's Nintendo's conference. Uh, and just on a side note, uh, I've gotten a lot of emails about it. Yes, that was me at the Nintendo conference. <laughs> was showing off the Geek Show swag, oh, which I, is available. I got a, a guy to party. He was like, where'd you get that shirt? And I'm like, I've had it for like you know a couple of years now like that. And they're like... Holy shit, I saw it on the Nintendo conference and I wanted it. And I was like, well, here you go. Well, for those of you who were at e, uh, E3, we'll have that link available to get those shirts once again yeah. on our website, geekshowpodcast.com, sometime this week. Uh, let's see. So, sometime. <laughs> you guys' tech dudes are awesome. I know. <laughs> at that X96. Aren't they? Yeah. Uh, let's see. So they the squirrel died! The squirrel died! Everything went down! <laughs> Uh, new Super Mario Brothers U is coming out. Everything was pretty much ninety percent basis on this, on this whole Wii U that comes out. It comes out uh, holiday this year. Uh, there's a thing called the Miiverse, which is basically they're calling it the Main Street of the Wii U, which is, you can interact with friends stuff like that. Um, they're coming out with some new games that have already been out on other platforms, but now they're coming to Nintendo, like Batman Ark- Arkham Asylum. They're calling it the Armored Edition. And the way they're they going to call it, you've had this for a year edition. <laughs> <laughs> but they're, they're adding certain things to it, like where if you throw your uh, the batarang, like you can control it the way it flies through the city. Where you know when you hit somebody uh, with the controller of the Wii U because it's it's a motion sensor. Oh, controller. with the Wii U, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see, more games that are coming towards it. I mean, that's what's. The, I think the Nintendo is kind of the least exciting because Darksiders 2, Mass Effect 3, Ninja Gun 3, uh, Aliens Colonel Marines looks fucking good, though. I gotta say this, though, for Nintendo, they're finally uh, doing some adult games instead of all this kid stuff. Which brings me to Zombie U, which looked really badass. It's a zombie game, and there's it definitely incorporates the controller within the game, so, like, you use, like, the controller as your scope, you know, as a, with a sniper rifle and stuff like that, so that's kind of cool. Uh, and the last thing, they did it so fast that I kind of didn't really understand what the hell it was. It's called Nintendo Land. Again, it's like another world for you to play with your friends, but they made it look like a carnival. I have no idea. Nintendo kind of weirds me out a little bit, so I don't go into that world a lot. Uh, but I say, like I said at the beginning of, of who won the war, I think it was Sony PlayStation. The Wonder Book's kind of goofy, but I think it's got potential maybe with kids. But their games look better than anybody else's. Um, so then it kind of starts the next day is Wednesday, uh, and it starts with all the, uh, the games that I got to see. Uh, starting with... Going down my list. Uh, 2K Games. Uh, Borderlands 2 is coming out. It's a first-person shooter. It looks very comic booky. First one was really cool. This one's really fun. It had a lot of hands-on uh, playing with it. Really good time with it. Uh, next was... I didn't get... This... The... I think it's called XCOM Enemy Invasion. Now, they've got two XCOM games coming out. This is more of like a bird's-eye view. You're controlling your army, stuff like that. And that... The other one looks a lot cooler because it's a first-person shooter. So, I'm more excited for the other one. Now, this one, it's, it's funny, because it was in the corner, and it's a mobile app, and it sounded really stupid at first, but I'm, I think I'm more excited for it about anything. Comedy Central is coming out with uh, Indecision 2012 mobile app. I'm a huge fan of The Daily Show. Right. And Colbert. And, uh, and it's um, an app where at first you'd say, I'm a Republican or I'm a Democrat, and then you challenge other Republicans and Democrats to see who's smarter, and they're going to keep tabs on everything to, for once and for all, who's smarter, Republicans or Democrats. Oh, sweet. <laughs> and so what you do is that by each question you win, you win a vote like that. And so then after your round, it brings up a map of the U.S., and you pick the state where you want to put your voters. So you're trying to win, you know, uh, the states compared to your, the friends you're playing. It's really simple. So does that mean we could make Arizona smarter? Maybe. No, no. No game's going to, no app's going to do that. No, do that? I just was checking. a genocide and repopulation. But it was so simple. But like, I sat there for at least like 20 minutes just playing this thing because I absolutely loved it. Um, then I went off to Capcom. Resident Evil 6 is coming out, which is kind of cool because now they're involving a four-player co-op. Um, 
But here's the thing, though. You don't have to play with friends. If you don't have the friends playing with you, it'll just, you know, AI, like, you know, just whatever, computer control. Mm -hmm. But at certain points of the game, the game will go online and draw in random people to be a part of your group. So it's kind of like you're meeting real strangers that you need to work together to get through this. And and there is a friends-only option that you can choose in case you just don't want to play with some random asshole. But you can... I think that's kind of a cool concept, though. No, it's like, that is. It's like post-apocalyptic, and you're like, holy shit, we need to survive this. And some guy's like, okay, let's do this together. I think and it's and you cool. don't know whether you can trust right. them or not. It could be some six-year-old who just fucks you over. Probably <laughs> is. <laughs> Probably will What's be. the name of that game again? Uh, that's Resident Evil 6. Oh, I, I actually am interested in that one. Yeah, that one's pretty cool. Uh, and then, and there's in the, within the story in the game, there's three ongoing stories that you can kind of go back and forth to. So, if you're going down this, it's kind of reminds me of the Marvel universe, where it's like if you're going down this path, and all of a sudden you see one of the other characters on the TV, you're like, how did that character get to that TV? You know, how where, what is he doing in that in that timeline? So then you can jump to that storyline and see like why he's being filmed, and then you know chaos happens all over the place. Um, Lost Planet Three is coming out. Looked okay. I don't have much to say about that one. Um, so then I went off to Square Enix. Uh, Tomb Raider is coming out. Now I saw this last year, like in the super behind the closed doors scene. Now this is uh, they're they're saying kind of a reboot of Tomb Raider. Totally or? reboot. Totally reboot. Prequel. Uh, I mean, they started off with how, the the guy playing it, running the game, says this is how Laura Croft becomes the Tomb Raider. You know, because she's oh. she's only twenty one. She has a crash. You know, she I think she shipwrecks on an island. Uh, but you find out, like, she kills somebody for the first time. She, you know, has to hunt animals for the first time, use a bow and arrow, all this kind of stuff. Uh, and you find out there's an ancient civilization on the remote island that you don't know what it is. And But it's real. I mean, the graphics look so good. It's violent as shit. And it's going to pull me back into the game. Because I kind of got, I mean, I played the first Tomb Raider. It was fun. But I think the movies kind of ruined it. But <laughs> I'm telling you this. you If they reboot the game franchise, they could easily reboot the film franchise. And But the question is, how are Laura's breasts? They are spectacular. Of course. I mean, they're not like... Because the old ones were ridiculous, you know? But this girl's still hot. I mean, The most important part of the game. That's Oh, right. yeah. I mean, there's a part where she blows <laughs> off a guy's head and blood splatter across her chest. And I was like, she's still hot. Yes. <laughs> I don't care. Yes. Uh, next game, Sleeping Dogs. Uh, this is um, kind of a third-person action shooter. Uh, very based on Hong Kong cinema influence. So it's you know, slow motion, you know, two guns in your hand, shooting people. Ooh. It's about a, uh, a cop who is... Um, undercover as a triad, and then he's kind of getting too deep in both, so he doesn't know where to go. Like, you know, should I say a triad? Should I, be, you know, should I do what's right? Um, a lot of car chases. Like, it was it was out of control. It's pretty fun. Uh, so that ended the first day. Wednesday, I went to Bethesda. Now, this is not my game. Uh, Lee loves this, you know this world. Uh, Elder Scrolls is now going online, and so they just did Skyrim and all that. Uh, but and it's funny because I always thought you could play online, but I guess not. Like I said, I, mean, I just. It never brings me into that world. I don't know. It's just yeah. not my game. It's not, it, now, millions I, of people love it. it. Oh, they do. They do. <laughs> we're, we're just not part of that. I thought you could go online with it as well, but yeah. I guess not. So so now uh, the, the guy said they're keeping the continuity from all the previous games. Uh, he's calling it an action MMO. Now, this was kind of cool. He said it'll be the first game where hundreds of gamers can fight on the same screen. So it's like, I would almost say like a Lord of the Rings battle on your screen and everybody's fighting all together. Like that, that sounds fucking insane. So that, that was cool. He said, uh, just for all anybody who's wondering, it's a thousand years before Skyrim. Um, <laughs> there you go. Uh, but it looked okay. Like I said, I, I just I can't get too enthusiastic. But what I can get enthusiastic about is a game called Dishonored. This game looks so fucking insane, and I'm way excited to play it. It's one of my favorites that I saw all year. Uh, it's a first-person action su- shooter where you're a supernatural assassin. So you have certain uh, abilities. You can teleport. You can possess bodies. You can stop time. Um, and they showed... They showed a level, 
and they played it two times through. And one, they did a stealth mode where like no one saw him going through like that. It's funny because you have to break into this brothel to go kill two politicians. As you do. Yeah. And so uh, the way he actually gets into the brothel is that he goes through a sewer drain. And the way he did it was he possessed the body of a fish and then swam up the sewer drain. <laughs> well, you could possess the bodies of animals too. Anything. It was actually insane. That's not right. Um, but so, yeah, like I said, uh, but what's cool about it though is that after he did the stealthy version, I was like, I don't have time for that shit. I don't have the patience. Like, I'm going in guns blazing, fuck them all. And so he goes, well, the game does keep track of how many innocent people you kill because he started killing all the all the hookers and everybody. And he goes, the more innocents you kill, the darker the ending is. And I was like, I was like, well, turn it on, fucking black buddy, because those poor innocent hookers, <laughs> <laughs> they have mouths to feed. Uh, then I, went, I will feed their mouth, sir. <laughs> yeah. Then I went to Activision and uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Uh, 25, 20, uh, it's Los Angeles, 25, 20, uh, 2025, good lord. Um, and it's a complete... Basically, the, the theory is, you know, right now we're creating all these, you know, unmanned drone weapons, you know, all controlled by computers and whatnot. And he goes, "What? we never thought if somebody stole the keys to it and just used it right against us. Yeah. And so that's what it is. And so the game, the level they showed us is... <laughs> Los Angeles being completely fucking annihilated by all these unmanned drones and just attacking, you know, U.S. Army and you're protecting the president. What's cool, I'll, I'll give them credit for this, I know they did it on purpose, is they actually drove past the Staples Center and the Convention Center of where E3 is, like that, and it's just like completely, you know, being destroyed. I'm like, that's outside. Way to go, guys. Uh, it was really cool, though. Um, but the one thing that said in this Call of Duty, which I think this is really cool, because those games are very just, you know, streamlined. Uh, you kind of have to follow the path. If you die, you go back like that. Where he's on this one, you can fail missions, and it affects the storyline. So, like, if you, oh. don't, if you don't get something done, then you go a completely different way because you fucked up. So I thought that was pretty cool. Um, so if I played it, I would just get fired. <laughs> they like, that one. Back out in. You're <laughs> fired, sir. You're ending? Like, well, there's too many fucking buttons to push. Oh, we don't <laughs> care, sir. You're fired. You're ending? Raped in prison. Oh, oh. That would be mine. Uh, there's a game coming out, I think it's in October, called Double Seven of Legends. Um, it's James Bond. And basically what it is that they've gone back. It's kind of what they did with Goldeneye, where they put Daniel Craig into the role of Pierce Brosnan's character and let him, you know, it's kind of rebooting the whole franchise. So this time they're going back and they're doing... Five different movies. Uh, they showed us the Moonraker level, which I thought was cool. Uh, and they did say Skyfall. Is Jaws in it? Yeah, they showed us Jaws. Fuck you! Yeah, he, he, they showed us the fight with Jaws. Pretty badass. Um, he bit stuff. He, he actually he hit him in the face with a with a metal bar, and then Jaws grabbed it and bit it in half. Fuck yeah, he did. <laughs> Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> And not the shark. Not the shark. I know what the fuck Jaws is. I'm saying to the listeners, because they're like, why is he finding a fucking shark? It's finding a fucking big, it's, it's just, metal it's, teeth. It's just nice to hear that the lamest James Bond movie might have some redemption in, yeah, this, in this game, you know? Um, crap. Jaws. <laughs> uh, but they did say Skyfall, which is the new one coming out, will be a free download uh, whole level for that one. Oh. But, like I said, even in Moonraker, it's not Roger Moore, it's Daniel Craig. So... Thank Christ. <laughs> so that was cool. That's uh, fucking sacrilege, bro. <laughs> it's fucking with history, I'll say that. Um, this one looks pretty good. This is the movie uh, game for The Amazing Spider-Man. Okay. So, <laughs> called The Amazing Spider-Man. Um, they have approved by Sony that this is the epilogue to the movie. So, it will link whatever movie... You know, the movie comes out July 3rd, and whatever they're working on for the 2014, I think, is when it comes out. Because I even asked them. I looked it up, the names of the guys. Because they've already hired writers. I mean, they, they know they're making yeah, another yeah. one. I go, you say this is, you know, canon. Like, it's all, you know, been approved. And he's like, yeah. I go, are you working with the writers who are doing this the second one? And he goes, 
oh shit uh, what can I say without getting sued by Marvel um, <laughs> I think you just did yeah and he's like uh, I will say that we are in contact every day with Marvel to make sure that what we're doing connects I was like alright cool uh, so there, there's that one looks beautiful um, they have I mean the city looks great they're kind of going back to the Spider-Man 2 game where it's free roam you know you can do anything because that was where they really hit it they yeah. really hit it with that game that game was so good the swinging abilities and just swinging from, from building to building now, see, and I like games like that because yeah. you know I don't like the video games very yeah. much but I like a game where I can just swing around and don't have to do anything if I don't want to. Yeah, you don't have to. Oh, that's good. Uh, and actually, that one. one of the cool things you can do as you're swinging around if you don't want to do missions and whatnot is actually one of like the Easter eggs in the game is uh, comic book pages. And what you're doing, you're actually collecting real comic book pages. So you're getting like Superman number one pages and stuff like that. Or not Superman, Spider-Man. And uh, when you get all the pages, you have a digital copy of Spider-Man number one like that, oh. that you can read. I think that's kind of cool, you know. For that's, en- that's encouraging reading, Mister yes, B. There you go. That's good stuff. There. Um, I will say this one. They kind of let me go. Uh, they showed him fighting uh, fighting Rhino, and he goes, "There will be a download where you can play as Rhino and destroy the city and stuff like that," which is cool. Where he kind of lost me is that you can also play as Stan Lee. Yeah, I, 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 we we told you about this on a, pre- a previous episode where it's just the skin is Stan Lee, so yeah. you're swinging around and doing shit. My as sciatica. <laughs> Is there a good deli around here? <laughs> right around the corner. I um, know, my hip! Uh, Transformers Fall of Cybertron. Uh, this guy's saying it's going to be the best Transformers game ever. I think, oh, I think, there you go, bud. I think he kind of has to say right. that. <laughs> How could it not be? Yeah, right. Uh, it says it's the final days of Cybertron, a thousand years before they arrive at Earth. One thing is that you do get to play as Metroplex, which is a city-sized Autobot, which I thought was pretty kind of... It was. I mean, he came out, came out. I was like, "Who's gonna fucking fight against him?" Like he just steps on you. That's it. You know, that's kind of fucking city. Uh, they're gonna bring back because they, they're the ones who did. Uh, I think the War for War of Cybertron. Bring back Escalation Mode, which is essentially Horde Mode for all those uh, Gears of War fans. Uh, let's see. Next, Family Guy: Return to the Multiverse. This looked really cool. Very pre-alpha beta. Like it's not nearly done. Um, but basically, if you saw the episode of Family Guy where Stewie and Brian were going to the multiverses mm-hmm. and just kind of seeing different things, this is what the game is. And it's a uh, third-person shooter. You can be Stewie or Brian. Uh, there's going to be ten universes. They showed us the Amish world, which was really good. Uh, one, that sounds hilarious. Uh, the one they didn't show us, I go, can you tell us any other worlds? And he goes, the only one else I can tell you is Frat World, which I thought was really good. And he goes, and I'll just tell you this, he goes, I don't think any of the people, creators of Family Guy went, you know, belong to a fraternity because... They don't know what it is, so they just made shit up. Uh, Third-person shooter, like I said, uh, little things you can find, like a golden egg and chuck it, and uh, the giant chicken comes out and beats the shit out of everybody for you. Like, So you saw the giant chicken just kicking Amish ass. That was pretty cool. Uh, Skylanders Giants is coming out. Basically, it's a sequel to Skylanders. More more figures and shit. I still think this is one of the most brilliant concepts ever, because it's selling the toys... Because you have to have the toy to play the game. And the more toys you have, the more characters you have for the game. And it's, kids are buying the shit out oh, of those toys. it's ridiculous. They actually gave us a, a limited edition one. Like, he's like, you can keep that. He's like, but you're probably going to put it on eBay, aren't you? And, oh, absolutely. Like, <laughs> that is totally going on eBay. Uh, so, that one looks all right. Uh, running over to Sega kind of fast, because I, was, I wasn't there too long. There's a game coming out called The Cave that looked really cool. Played a multiplayer uh, level with a bunch of like eight other guys. Uh, actual hands-on demo of Aliens Colonel Marines, which looks oh. really cool. Now that's one I've been waiting for for about twenty years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, it was fun. Is Bill Paxton voicing it? Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, I'm waiting for the Hatfields versus McCoys um, video game now. <laughs> that's what I'm waiting. You so bitch! You so bitch! There were so many That's posters a- for that around LA. I could not get enough of that. <laughs> it was, it was cool. fucking good. Is we'll talk about that on the next oh, yeah. fucking episode. Oh, God, I need to watch that one. 
Uh, and last, uh, Sonic Racers All Stars was okay. Um, but moving on to Namco Bandai, and this is what I really we're gonna be excited to talk Pat about: it. Star Trek, Pat the new Star Trek game. <laughs> Pack Trek, Pack Trek, Starman, Star Trek. Wait, Pat that's the Jeff Bridges. That's oh, okay. a Sorry. horrible game. Yeah. Uh, no, Star Trek. So we kind of saw this last year. They said very little about it, uh, but they have now released who the villain is. It's the Gorn. That, that you're flying. <laughs> the Gorn. <laughs> So, again, it's co-op. I can't stand up. Yeah, it, it looks so fucking good. Just about uh, right. Uh, it links to two movies, so it will link Abrams and that. I don't know what that means. The Gorn is going to be in the sequel, you know, the one, the Star Trek next year. Don't No idea. Uh, but the actors, are, you know, the real actors are providing the voices. So you got Chris Pine, Zachary Quinto. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch? Yeah. The, they showed us the level they go to is New Vulcan, because Vulcan was destroyed. So this is the new colony, and they've been uh, kind of become hostile with... Uh, the Vulcans have been uh, kind of uh, they've been just infected by the Gorn like that so they kind of possess them make them hostile um, but it looked really fucking cool um, let's see but I'm excited for it it looks good Tekken Tag Tournament 2 looked okay um, let's see Majesco had Zumba Core good lord and they made me do it you know it's just this is like what we're talking about well, this, and these are the games that are bringing like our wives into it like you're saying like Sue does you know yeah. whatever so they made me do it I felt like an asshole um, Dragon Double Dragon Neon looked okay I'll say this right Double now Double Dragon Neon yeah it wasn't that it was like a side scroller I'll say the worst game I did see at uh, um, E3 is a one called NBA Baller Beats and this whole thing is <laughs> it's the worst Baller Beats Baller Beats here it is it, uh, it's connect game you have a normal, any basketball will work and you dribble a ball to the beat of a song and it catches you and it says left hand right hand that's that's stupid I was there going this has got to be the worst game I actually asked him I go have you thought about people who live in apartments that would be bouncing a fucking ball above them and they're like well we think that like we you know the we and the connect like have people jumping up and down I was like no that's different that's that's not a constant dribble for an hour and a half Uh, so sorry guys that's the worst I'm going to call that one the worst uh, a couple more games, wrapping it up. LucasArts, Star Wars 1313. A lot of, uh, a lot of video on this uh, online, if you go out and yeah. look for it. It's, it's the adult Star Wars game, yep. they say. It's, uh, it's on level 1313 underneath the surface of Coruscant. Like you said, it's the first mature title uh, you play as a bounty hunter. Uh, they said there were three goals that when they were thinking about it uh, as they were developing it. It's becoming a bounty hunter, surviving the world, and delivering a playable cinematic experience. They said there's no Jedi, there's no Force down on level 1313. It's, more, it's all just... It's like a big shitstorm, basically. Um, they, it was a 30-minute demo with only five minutes of gameplay, and it was probably the most beautiful game I've seen ever. It looks like a movie. It looks yeah. like a fucking movie. And here's the thing, though, is that this is the, what we're kind of guessing, is that uh, it looks so good, and they asked them, what would, uh, you know, what console will be on? They said, we can't reveal it yet. I think it's next-gen. I don't think it's going to be able to be handled on 360 or PS3. I, really? think, I think it's the next level, and they're just not saying it yet, because they're not near being ready. Um, two more games wrapping up. Ubisoft had uh, Watch Dogs. This one's really cool. Think of like an open world like Grand Theft Auto. and uh, But this one involves you're a hacker and you can control the entire world because it's a kind of near future and everything runs on one system. So with your phone, you can hack traffic lights, ATM machines, you can get into people's phones. So they said basically the entire world is your weapon. And so the way he, the world that he showed us or the level was that you had to kill this guy. So the way, and he's in a car and you see him coming so you make all the traffic lights go green to create an, a wreck and he hopped down and yanked him out of the car and just shot him in the face like it looks really fucking cool sounds violent now hang on <laughs> the best part about this game though is that 
friends can uh, there's going to be a mobile app like on your iPhones so you can sign into the game your friend has to allow you to come in that's the only shitty part but if it, so if you're playing at home Gary and like I say you know I get on my phone and I say I'm going to join your game you'll say Jimmy wants to join from his phone you say yes I can start controlling your game from my phone so if, like if you're on the run I can make drawbridges come down to help you get by and then like when you throw past it raise them so the cops can't get you um, I can, or I can fuck you over, and if you if the bridge is down, I can raise it and then make you trapped. Like <laughs> it looks really cool. I mean, he told me he goes, so friends can help or, or hurt you. I go, you know they're gonna hurt everybody. No one's gonna help each other. In this no, that's game. the way you play. I, you guys, no, you guys, I'd help. I'd help. You would. Uh huh. I'm a, yeah. I'm a, I'm a giver. I'm a bridge raiser. Um, <laughs> any, any more before we go? Because we got to wrap this uh, up. Last one, Tall Tale Games, uh, Tell Tall Games. Gosh, uh, they've got their Walking Dead game out now. Really fun. Showed a lot. Uh, it's all about choices. So they say, you know, your choices affect the game. Uh, we had to watch him decide whether he's going to let a guy die or cut his leg off. Uh, he cut the leg off. Guy died anyway. Um, but really cool. Can't wait to play more episodes of that one. And that was E3. I mean, it was out of control. And you got shit face a lot, didn't you? Yeah, thanks to uh, Gree. Gree's a, a new kind of uh, company out there with a lot of mobile games. And they threw one of the greatest parties I've ever been to. So I will say to that one, I don't remember half of it. But uh, <laughs> that's E3 2012. Uh, a lot of fun. And that is our Geek Show podcast for this week. Next week, we are at the Tattoo Parlor. Getting, getting our tats next week. Join us.